Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the turbulent waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Cotton-Eye Bellicom, Sam uh, Flaxen Hair Burns, and Ellie Hemp Throat Sparrow. Right, what? no, I definitely got the worst one there because I'm pretty sure Cotton Eye Joe is a song about chlamydia. <laughs> it's oh, definitely no. about an STD. Oh, yeah. The, the White People Anthem is a song about an STD. That's an incredible revelation. Oh. <laughs> wow, yeah. Where did it come from? Where did it go? The answer is antibiotics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, on the, that particularly cheerful note, um, has, has anything interesting happened this week? Uh, um, sleep? Mostly sleep. I finished my place and now I get to sleep. Yeah. yeah. You've rediscovered what yeah. that is. I'm and so like, happy. I have for hobbies you. again now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can talk to yeah. my friends. We've all been sick. We've all been sick. That's I happened. You've oh. not? Oh, has everybody else been sick? They're all being um, really sick. I've, not this week. The week before, I think I was. So two of us have been sick, and yeah. we think that means the world is sick. Yeah, uh. um, because everybody is having the same experience as us, um, yes. obviously. <laughs> I stayed with a dog. What's that? I stayed a dog with this week that was the size of a horse, and it was fucking great. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> he was so big. What was her name? His his name was Louis. He was half Great oh. Dane, half Irish Wolfhound. Oh wow! Wow! Oh wow! He's fucking big. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, you could saddle that up and ride it into town. Yeah. Oh, I like an eight cores in hole. <laughs> yeah, he was oh, god, eighteen yeah. months old. He was only a baby. Whoa. Holy shit! <laughs> And he was be like a Shire horse for causing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, gigantic beasts, uh, that that actually has no tying into the future, except perhaps for an ominous prediction of what is yet to come. Tell us, future Jason, are there ominous gigantic beasts in our future? The only gigantic beast here is your ego, past Jason. What a cock. I don't know about you, but I can't stand that guy. Anyway, first of all, our usual word from this episode's sponsor, Libris Arcana. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and 3 randomly selected bonus dice every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is Champagne Sparkle, but just think of what you could do with 120 dice you could collect over the course of a year. So that's exactly what we did. We asked a dozen people on the street what they could do with 120 dice, and here are their answers. You could attach them to rings and provide party jewellery for 120 guests. You could play a dozen games of Dungeons and Dragons and then ritualistically burn them after every session. You could melt them down into a small multicoloured statue of yourself. You could play six and, and a bit games of t tiny mini golf. You could dispatch a hundred and twenty garden gnomes with a handy slingshot. You could wave them into a crown and then declare yourself Lord of the Dice. You could use them to mark out the 120 precise points when inscribing a diagram to summon the Dread Roller. 
Who could outfit ten pixie jugglers for their act? You could combine them with a set of I Ching tables and attempt to predict the future. You could terrify a numerophobe to death. You could successfully use them in pairs to count from one to fifty-five. And you could have as many dice as Robbie Bellicum. Listen up for a spot this week from our friends over at Chaotic Adequate during the break this episode. This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie is here! Awful Auntie will be completing its tour in the Bloomberry Theatre here in London for the next six weeks. So Robbie is going to be right here. This week we are guesting on the RPG Labs streaming show Test Chamber from 7pm onwards, uh, GMT, on the 15th of December. Test Chamber is a weekly stream where a panel of guests, that'll be us, create a homebrew campaign element based off community suggestions, as well as answering any player, GM or gaming questions and being interviewed on air. Come check it out via Twitch at twitch.tv slash RPG Lab. Well, that's it from me, so back to you, past Jason. <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to do that. Like, I knew that that, that was going to happen. You saw me breathe out. <laughs> We were predicted to have got a um, all got parts in the third Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them film. That's obviously what's going. No, the announcement is that I'm playing Chewbacca. Obviously, (laughs) a very short Chewbacca. Uh, (laughs) I'd be the tiniest Chewbacca. (laughs) No, they do it like a forced perspective thing, like Lord of the Rings. (laughs) You're the the reverse Griffith Jones, not Griffith Jones, John Rhys Davis. The Griffith Jones is a very different person. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So, getting my casual mixing up of different um, Welsh surnamed actors out of the way, uh, <laughs> I think that means it's probably <laughs> time. Are you okay? No. <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, we broke the GM, I'm not sure how. It's probably time. Sure it's like yeah. a game started, that's never happened before. <laughs> it's time for flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party, having made their way to Werrick's Watch, reunited with Corzin's well, a strange, not really a strange, just missed for some time, uh, lover, the mother of his child, and indeed uh, Molly, and indeed Corson Jr. as well. While along the way, uh, it came out that Olga had finally invoked one of the bargains made all those weeks ago, back 
in uh, Peter's March. In fact, I think it's lit- which literally would have been two weeks prior. My gosh. Uh, because of the Calcinian calendar. So she took Celestia's form, or Celestia took hers, and after a certain amount of shenanigans involving the burning down of a number of buildings, not least of which included the Lucky Cup, after a Kearney's standoff between Corzin and Merrick, the, for want of a better word, Molly's recently interested gentleman friend, the party united with Merrick uh, after Celestia and Scamp had received some aid from the visiting priestess, uh, Nathaniel Tumblebrook, and ventured forth to confront Olga Gristlegums at her temporary, whether it was lair or merely staging ground in the old burned castle outside of town. After discovering and freeing, hopefully, all of the hostages she had in there, (coughs) the party were confronted with Olga as Celestia, where they also made contact with Clara Off, Olga's ward, apprentice, prisoner, hard to say. All of the above. (laughs) Perhaps all of the above. And entered into a bargain. Quickly and frantically hammered out to spare the life of little Corzin and a significant proportion of all those who had been affected. But with a price yet to be paid. Olga retreated giving the party time to retrieve Molly and Corzin Jr. from where they had been freshly entombed within the castle walls. Guards of a sort waiting to slay them the moment the signal was given. And the party fled out of the castle and into the safety beyond its now flaming walls. After a certain number of tense exchanges including the revelation on the part of Merrick as to the true purpose of the Scarlet Wind, its next destination and the likely fate of Leah. Corzin and Molly, after seven, uh, closer to eight, long years, finally tied the knot in an impromptu, in an impromptu ceremony with Mithanwi serving as priest. We rejoin moments after this union as the white clouds that are now spreading from above the temporary other layer of Olga Gristlegums begin to cross over Werrick's watch and a heavy just drizzle of rain begins to filter across the land and you turn and look and the moment uh, the water drops strike Corzin Jr (laughs) he begins to shake and frantically spasm uh, frothing at the mouth I immediately go to him okay Uh, family looks over Molly's like I can't help Corzin what's happening to him I don't know Uh, I 
Me. Corson. Corson. It's alright. I'm gonna do my best to try and make sure he doesn't hurt himself. Okay, uh, give me a medicine check, please. Okay. That is gonna be a 14. Okay, uh, it seems that yes, he's definitely. It looks as if he's going through some sort of full system shock. His heartbeat has accelerated to, if you had to guess, you'd say easily in excess of uh, 120 beats per minute. Uh, he's sweating out of every pore. Yeah, you get, you take off your belt and shove it into his mouth to make sure that he doesn't bite off his own tongue uh, in yep. the seizure. Uh, you support his neck, and it lasts for all of about thirty seconds before it passes. <laughs> it's alright. Ah. It's alright. He kind of, you see him sort of, his eyes loll back, and he faints. But checking his heartbeat, his skin, he's his pulse has receded back to a normal level, and touching his forehead, the fever the heat that has come with the wailing sickness that he'd been suffering the previous night seems to have passed as well. His breathing is I, no longer unsteady and laboured. I hold him close to me and I uh, just sort of uh, stroke his head and I uh, look at Molly and I say I think it's broken. Fever. It's... It's gone. Mifanwi steps over. Um, sorry to say this, but do you mind if I uh, do my own examination? I um, very carefully uh, hold him out for her. She presses a hand to his chest, and uh, Celestia and Corzin, you see the uh, golden fox slip out from uh, her uh, from around her neck, which has been there the whole time, invisible to the others, and sort of rubs its uh, face against Corzin's chest. Looks back up to her and nods. She nods to as well. Indeed, it seems that the sickness has purged itself. Uh, Celestia, you said that there was a cure coming, that things would be solved by tomorrow. Yes. Do you um, think this rain is it? Must be, mustn't it? All right. Well, then, in which case, she turns to her two guards. I want the pair of you to get words to the doctors and nurses in town. Everyone needs to know that we need to get all of the patients out into the rain as quickly as possible. If, if, there's a, if, if they can't leave, then we need to bring the rain in to touch them. Uh, yes, madam. And the pair of them immediately burst into a run. It's not going to save everyone. Some people won't survive that. Apparently most will. Just a warning. She said about 85% would survive versus, you know, the 85% well, that's a lot that would better die. Than, we'd, than I'd be expecting. But you might need to tell people to prepare for seizures and... Right. Thank you. Listen. I will, uh... Uh, if you can make it back to my quarters uh, at the Burning Man, I'll uh, meet you back there if you don't encounter me in the streets. I need to go and, sp and help spread this message. Of course. Thank you. Wh whatever right, you did in there, thank you. I You're hope it was the right choice. Well, I'm sure that there's about 
14,000 people who would agree very much that yes it is. Supposedly 20,000 actually, but um... Well, I'm talking about the ones that wouldn't have survived, but yes. All right, oh, do excuse true. me, and she also breaks into a run back towards town. Well, she wasn't um, bullshitting about the cure then. In no, but she's... Causing, you can just feel the last threads of connection. Augur is somewhere up in the direction where you saw the... Uh, the cockatrice fly into the sky but just as you're looking up you feel the hour end and the last threads of connection break damn it alright last uh, last best guess I had was in that direction up there I mean she could be ages away by now couldn't she no I mean I just lost it she was up there in that direction how far Um, can I uh, so you're pointing towards the sky, and yeah. it's the better part of three miles away. Okay, uh, Actually, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, no Hunter's distance. Li- mile, there is no distance limit. I don't believe. Okay. It might be. I will. I will take a, a quick <laughs> look now, just to I'll double check it, actually. just to be sure. But I feel like I the, the the time limitation is more the concern than the distance one, because it only lasts for an hour. Yeah. H comes after G, Jason. Yeah. Nope. You just uh you is your quarry. Yeah, gives you advantage on any wisdom or survival check to make it, which I, which in my, which I've kind of interpreted as giving you a general sense of its direction relating to you. Um, yeah. Not precise enough that if you were like within, say, a hundred feet, you'd be able to find it. But for for lot for cross, you know, for long distance tracking, it, mm. uh, the way I've interpreted it, that's good. No, uh, in order to maintain it for longer than an hour, you'd need to cast it with a third level slot. Third or fourth level, you can maintain concentration for eight hours. And fifth nice. level, you can do it for 24. Okay. Oh, good to know. Yeah. I don't have that yet, yeah. but, but... you will. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, so if you want to do, like... So, yeah, that's that fifth level casting of that is the is the spell you use when you want to track something for a day. Bloody hell, yeah. 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 I mean, that assumes, presumably, that during that time you don't sleep. Yeah, you have, yeah. yeah you, you'd be doing some constitution saves. Uh, checks, actually, would yeah. be at that point. <laughs> Alright, um, I am going to attempt to uh, shelter Little Corzin a little bit from the rain as best as possible now that I'm fairly certain that it's done whatever it needs to do, and, you know, ensure that he doesn't catch a chill, because that would be absolutely something <laughs> that, that Olga shit. would do. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so shit. Yes, you, you do make sure to do that. So, um, um, what the fuck do we do now? Well, I mean, I, I'm I, not going to lie. I'm a bit concerned about Charlie's regret letting me back on. Yeah, we need. To I've had a, a thought about. Okay, that. so um, I I had a thought. I think what we do is causing. I'm sorry. I know you've just got married. You're probably going to want to go and you know honeymoon for a bit. But um, just like for like you'd be ten right minutes. About that. <laughs> but that's all right. It can wait a little bit. Um, I mean, I can borrow him later. It's okay. Um, Molly kind of looks, gives you a bit of a look, causing, but like, 
No, no, no. It's it's fine. Coulson just goes phrasing. Ah, <laughs> uh, I didn't. I I'm sorry. I really didn't think. If, yeah, bad phrasing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the point. <clears throat> um, the point was, I was thinking, if you helped me explain it, because I don't think they believe me without verification from you, if we make sure I'm on the child's regret at dawn when I will turn back into myself, then my story will be pretty believable. Yes. Um, also, but we would need I, someone I like Vigal Brandy to witness that, I think. Yeah, and as far as the uh, the authorities in this town go, I don't know how much uh, store they set by... Uh, uh, spirit magic, but I'm sure that um, Mavanwi would be a, a good person to have present for this. What are you I suggesting? Think... We get the town authorities involved as well, and they see me turn back too? No, I'm suggesting that when you turn back, if you are caught, which might happen, we'll try and uh, make sure that it doesn't, <laughs> but if you are caught, you can very truthfully say that it wasn't you. Yeah, but like, and why would they believe so, that? If you said it under the influence of, there are uh, certain types of spells. I'm sure that Mavanwi knows them much better. Oh than yeah, I the do, truth ones. Everyone knows those. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, testify under that, then surely they cannot convict you, because unless the, you know they are convinced that you are as good a person as being being economic with the truth as Olga herself is there is nothing they can do I'm not sure I should be under a truth spell are you worried about what else might come out yep well it's a bridge we can cross if we come to it but I thought that ought to be I something think I'd we... rather just hide on the child's regret for the rest of the time that we're here to be honest Right, but like, how how long are we here for now? It's not very long, is it? Um, as far as you or know, or just disguise myself, Scat. Maybe you could disguise <laughs> me. I don't know. I can try, but it might not be good. <laughs> <laughs> You're as much a victim of uh, of Olga's messing with things as anybody else here is. Uh, at which point, Merrick, who has been uh, gently cleaning uh, just ashes off his spectacles, puts them back on. And speaking of problems that Oleg has been causing, I'm going to go see about sifting through the remnants of my workplace uh, before the watch starts investigating that too closely. So, with all due respect, uh, best of luck, Corson, Molly, the pair, the, you two. Bye. Charmed. He turns and heads off. I, you know, nod sort of slightly sullen recognition to him. He does the same. And departs. I turn to Molly and say we'd better get little Corson back home. I th <coughs> I think you're right there. Okay. Come on, let's get the pair. Let's you and me get him back. Um, I, I'm just carrying him yeah. in, in my arms. I'll uh, I'll keep an eye out on him, and uh, you come back as soon as you're ready. Because hopefully uh, come back as, uh, a lot sooner than that. Mm. Right. Yeah, I mean, 
we can do this later if you can go be married for a bit if you want. I've waited seven and a half years. Well, closer to eight. Yep, no. I've waited eight years. Uh, I can wait another hour. Okay. I mean, really, we should have a reception. If it's a proper wedding, we should have a party. Just saying. It is Alder's night. Yes, that's true. You should get very drunk and By the region, you're right. I'm going to tell my friends. (laughs) I don't... Oh, shit. (laughs) Fucking hate looking like this. This is bollocks. Gentle reminder, listeners, that uh, this is still... I hate looking like this. This is bollocks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Corson says, You know, I'd always imagined I'd get married on a ship, but... If um, if I can't do that, then maybe the uh, uh, the next best thing is having a reception on a ship. Yeah, we could do that. You don't need an excuse to drink when you're a sailor, but here's a good one. I mean, surely I can still play guitar, can't I? And I get my guitar out and do a little... Shall I roll performance check? Roll a performance check. Let's find out. Oh God! Oh mate! Oh, oh, that's a one, but not natural. (laughs) You stop doing it, but the fact is, these fingers are like you're not used to using these fingers. They are weirdly bulgy. They knot in strange places, and it just kind of. Okay, maybe that was um, maybe that was a failed experiment. Olga's hands don't work. This is bullshit. Just saying. What? What the fuck? How does she get around in this thing? Uh, by making deals with unsuspecting folk. I mean, how long do we have? We've got ages till dawn, haven't we? Uh, it is currently around about coming up to noon. Okay, and when was the ship actually planning on leaving out of character? I have forgotten. Uh, once they successfully ransom off uh, the prisoner. Okay. That could be days. Uh, they oh, shit, I'm definitely expecting... going to have to disguise myself they and go around like that They weren't expecting to be in, in port for long, but probably, lo- probably longer than a day. Okay. Um, even if... Uh, for, no, for no other reason that uh, than Brandy... Uh, would probably be lynched by the crew if he didn't give them at least some drinking time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a you know one, one quick way to mutiny, wouldn't it? Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is worth me talking to my family about a pardon or some shit. Because yeah. otherwise, I might be. A Look, bit they don't fucked. have to like it, but you know, the, the law is the law. Yeah, I think it's worth me talking to her. And maybe trying to get somebody from the watch along to see me change back. Because mm. that's proof, isn't it? Yeah. I'm Agreed. pretty sure truth magic can be messed with. I'm not sure if it... Is it binding in the court of law? Ah, uh, pause. <laughs> maybe Celestia can make the history check as well as Cause in here. Okay. And would the law be different? The law would be different, but you might have studied I might know, law. yeah. Okay, uh, that's 13 from me. 12. Shit. Uh, Truth magic is... Yeah. uh, So, 
particularly with regards to confessions, uh, there is long-established precedence of accepting statements under truth magic. However, it is generally understood that the validity of any statements made under a truth spell are as rely are considered as valid as the word of the person casting the truth spell ah. because you have to trust that whoever is doing the spell is being honest about whether it worked mm. so right yeah can we, it um, depends on the person it depends on their standing in the local court system yeah can we talk about how you rule truth spells yes. um, because some people do it like a question is asked and you are literally compelled to answer the truth so I'm going and some people do it like so long as what you're saying is the truth it's okay i'm going fairly close to zone of truths as written in this so uh with the 12 and the 13 you would yeah you would have a rough idea of the limits of this but i'm going to tell them in no, case I, you're ever I under mean, it because you as a player need, need to be able to know, to know this yeah. uh you cannot speak or a deliberate lie uh the caster knows whether whether the, the creature succeeded or failed in its saving throw an affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond with a lie such creature can be evasive in its answers so long as it remains within the boundaries of the truth so yes you, okay so it's it does not like not, word vomit truth. it does not force you to speak the truth but it prevents you from speaking a lie uh, this is generally how truth magic works. The truth spell on Scamp works differently. Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, one yeah. can. Force that one is like word vomit. Yeah, truth. that one is like yeah. word vomit. So, that being the case, what do you wish to do next? Um, I mean, we've got quite a few hours. I mean, we could have a little engagement party and then worry about all the bullshit later if you want. Um, Things might take hours. I will talk to Mifanwe first. Yeah, maybe let's go to Mifanwe. I've got to get little Corzin back home. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, maybe after you've got little Corzin back home, maybe pop over to the Regret and explain to them what's going on. Yeah. yeah. We'll do. And maybe set it up for a wedding party. You know, positive things as well. Because marriage. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. <laughs> Sorry well, about this, Molly. Wedding reception on a boat. <laughs> well, a ship. I shall certainly look forward to that. All right then, let's get uh, let's get Corazon back home. By the regent, I'm glad uh, he's safe. Me too. And I'm not a Thanks. not a little uh, unglad that I'm safe as well. I wouldn't have left either of you. You know that. Of course not. I'd have, my ghost would have come back and haunted you. <laughs> Too fucking right. Right then. I, I give her a big hug. She gives you, She returns it. The pair of, well, the three of you tra uh, head back towards your home. Uh, so Celestia and Scamp, where are you heading? The fanway. You're heading off to, back towards the Burning Man. As you all enter the town, you can see that uh, in the time in between, there is now a hive of activity. People are carefully escorting people out into the heavy rain in the streets. A number of people are still having fits and seizures. Others are catching water in bowls and bringing them back into houses. Uh, a lot of the 
uh, a lot of the uh, soldiers and doctors and nurses are just frenziedly working to make sure that this cure can get distributed. You can see, you actually see someone uh, in a green soldier's uniform ride, uh, actually several people in green soldier's uni uh, uniforms riding at full pelt out of the town in different directions, presumably carrying word. Mm -hmm. uh, they have the look of military messengers to them. And indeed the, the clouds have begun spreading over the whole of the affected area. You can see them stretching out for miles above. If they're smart, they will have gathered some of the water and be taking it to people who can't uh, as easily get outside. Hopefully, although, you know, it did sound like it was going to go everywhere. Speaking of sounds, uh, there is a, a lot of shouting, there are some screams, the occasional wails remaining. And although, again and again, you are just hearing sounds of relief or exultation or just sighs of just release every now and again they are pierced with sobs and wails from the fraction who aren't able to survive the fits mm. nevertheless as you make your way through the rain uh, you can see that a number of people are emerging exhausted Staggering, but able just about to walk. <clears throat> I'm going to um, move forward slightly in time at this point. The pair of you don't find the family at the Burning Man, um, but you do... Uh, well, would you either prefer to wait for her there or go searching for her in the streets? Um... Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's yeah, because she suggested that would be a place to find her. But you also could begin looking around, and indeed, um, there are. Uh, you do find her eventually in one of the erector. There, there have been there. There is a small hospital tent erected near the temple, uh, in the middle of town, uh, which is a domed stone building of quite old looking make probably a couple of hundred years old you'd say with repairs to the stonework uh every here and there where the stones look fr fresher uh and she's in the middle of a crowd of doctors and nurses uh dealing with patients and you see and actually as you're approaching you do see at least one uh corpse wagon being pushed with the dead being lowered into it and moved away for burial but She's been working for some time, you know, for a very frenzy 45 minutes or so before the time you find her. Uh, but you get the feeling that thing, the, the pressure is beginning to let up. Most of the people who can receive the cure have received it within the town now. And indeed, as you look up, you can see that uh, the clouds are slowly beginning to thin out. So, with that in mind... Uh, she turns and uh, proceeds to uh, sees you as you uh, as you approach. Ah, <sighs> hello. Good, good to see the pair of you. How's it going? Well, figures are still coming in. Uh, reports. Uh, thank you, Johnson. Uh, yes, we can take care of that. Yes, um, but 
it looks like we're seeing about uh, one in ten people aren't surviving the seizures. The rest, however, seem to be making full recoveries, as far as we can tell. Oh, that's good. Good. Um, so, I have a problem. Uh, well, I can see that, yes. Uh, yeah, but if I you mean, wait till dawn, you say. You until should... dawn, but then I'm going to be myself and still be here. My name's all over the walls, and I've supposedly robbed half the town and killed loads of people, and I don't know what to do, and you're sort of an official, and I wondered if you could help in any way. All right. Um, that's a difficult one. Yeah. You're, you're the only person with power that I know here. The problem is... I have some pull, but ultimately it's all going to come down to what the Grafina, the Baroness, uh, can rule. And while I have a certain amount of power, I don't necessarily have as much pull as some of the locals. Uh, I don't... I can certainly see what I could do. Uh, There is the possibility of, uh, for instance, I can certainly guarantee a statement from you under oath, but... uh, what kind of oath? Well, uh, I do have the ability to uh, arrange some things. Uh, I believe I can... There's a classic thing I can do to compel people uh, to be uh, truthful for a short time. Right. Uh, which is uh, always a traditional option. Uh, and although it will depend on how well I'm being thought of. Uh, I mean... You're doing a... Well, that's suppose that's true. Mm. Uh, I believe that there's there's even talk of a party happening this afternoon. <laughs> Good. Not, I mean, not there too will... long before sunfall. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, there will be a point at dawn where I do turn back. Mm. So if anyone could be there for that, that's quite compelling in terms of evidence. I could certainly see what uh, we can arrange, yes. I'm probably going to have to be on my ship because I don't think the captain's going to let me back on unless he sees that. Um... Mm. Well, all right. Uh, we'll see what we can do about that. Uh, at the very least, I can arrange for some of the uh, what uh, some of the local com- uh, militia and to I come. S- I suppose we could do a truth spell. Well, I mean... You know, that's that's a way to be sure, but... Uh, Do you think they'd demand one? Not necessarily, no. I think if they saw you turning, transforming, that might lend some weight to, uh, uh, to, to any testimony that I give. I'd certainly be willing to vouch for your character mm-hmm. and for your position at, the, uh, at certain times. Okay. What I would say, though, would be to avoid staying out of the streets, because the average man, in the, uh, man or woman in the street might not be willing to hear out an outstanding argument if they see you as you. Oh, yeah, I know. That's that's a huge problem. Yep. There has been... Uh, I have, uh, have been hearing tales of uh, some of the destruction that's been being caused. As if the first town I'm fucking wanted in is one where I haven't done anything. I'll make sure not to ask you about any previous criminal uh, acts then. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was probably... No, I didn't say that. That didn't happen. I'm sure. (laughs) Well, (coughs) that being the case, at least for the next... uh, for the rest of the day, I suppose you have 
a disguise of sorts. Even, yep. if, even if you are going to have to stay in the Wimple. <laughs> Speaking of disguises, Scamp. Yeah. Like I said, I don't have a lot of sway, but what I do have, I still have. If you want to take off that beard, well, you're surrounded by my you're surrounded by my people here. Well, all right then. I mean, hell, we can be freaks together, darling. I look much worse than you do. Nobody will look at you when I'm here today. <laughs> okay. Also, I'll throw rocks at them if they fucking do. Are your big Olga hands better at throwing rocks than they are at guitar? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you little dick! <laughs> Trying to be nice and supportive here. <laughs> well, with that in mind, uh, <clears throat> listen up. She addresses the various soldiers, doctors, and nurses who are stu- who are kind of coordinating and picking, uh, cleaning tools and uh, and uh, bringing in messages and sending out assistance at this hospital hub. And she places a hand on your shoulder. Scan. Be aware that this child is, for as long as, I, as they are around here, a ward of the church, and that they are under my personal protection, and that the word gets around. A number of them seem quite confused about you put it, about her putting her hand on the shoulders of a dwarf. I'm going to take off the beard. <laughs> and then as you remove the beard and lower the... At the hood, there are a number of just indrawn breaths. Quite a few people actually take steps backwards. Some of the soldiers immediately reach for their muskets and. I'm going to ready a spell, just in case. And the family just keeps a hand on your shoulder, and stares them down. Do we have a problem? No, priestess, says one of the soldiers. <laughs> um, uh, of course not, priestess. Uh, yes, priestess. Um, it, of course. A number of them don't answer. They just turn sullenly back to their work to straight up turn around and walk out. But no one challenges her directly. It seems the weight of the church has some pull here. At least for as long as Mithanri's around. And of course you... You're a bit young to be drinking anyway. (laughs) Well then. If you want to stay with me, at least until this party gets started, you're very welcome. But if you have business elsewhere, give it five minutes for the word to get spread. You should be able to walk on your own. Because make no mistake, they're going to spread this word quickly. (laughs) Thanks for your help. Thank you. Thank you for yours. I don't know what you did in there, but... Something very stupid. It was very bad. It was mm. really dumb. Yeah, it was really, really bad. Um, but hey, 
20,000 people nearly like maybe like 18,000 18, your maths is better than mine but it's a lot I don't know what it cost you but I a hope lot oh it's uh, going to be something bad let's be honest so bad. it's going to be so bad well, so long as it doesn't cost 18,001 lives well, that's the thing we couldn't think of a way that it would then it is probably worth it yeah probably definitely yeah we're good at short term solutions yeah very good if this is any guide <laughs> well it does seem as if the regent sent us aid when we needed it or it was a hag witch that made a cloud of rain you know either way <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say that too loudly around these parts. No, oh, actually, I was the regent. Mm. All praise the regent. <laughs> <laughs> you really shouldn't be allowed their truth spell. Oh, God. Oh, I really hope we don't have to do a truth spell. I'll see what I can do to avoid it. I mean, if it happens, it happens. Dawn, you see. Yeah, dawn is when I turn back. And it'll be on your ship, or...? Yeah, I think that's the safest place. All right, then. I probably need the captain or his mate to see it so that they'll let me back on, um, because I wouldn't let me back on. All right, then. Well, we'll see about uh, sending some witnesses there and clearing things up with the Grafina. That would be really great. Mm. Or do you think... Uh, how risky is that? Am I better to just hide? That I leave up to you. If the... Uh, well, don't get me wrong, if your ship leaves before then, it'll certainly make your life a lot easier, assuming you're on it. I mean, I think some sort of legal protection would be good. I'm, there's nothing I can do about people thinking I'm a murderer, but at least if I'm not going to be put in prison for something that I haven't done, that would be great. Well, we can try and avoid that, at least. All right, I'll see what I can do. Thank you. Uh, and one of, the, uh, uh, one of the soldiers comes up. The word is that uh, they will be, that by and large, people are grateful. There is sadness about those that did not make it, but there is great hope. Uh, you um, may not like this, Mithanwi, but uh, Sister Boronova has arran is arranging a street party within the next uh, two hours. Oh, is she? That's nice. Well then, I suppose we'd all better turn up for that. In the meantime, if you want to stay here and give me a hand, you're welcome to for the next couple of hours. Otherwise, I suppose I come back around here. I'm sure this will all be set up around the uh, temple. Great. Boronova does like her spectacle. Not your favourite person? Let's just say that uh, she's not necessarily the most useful of people in my eyes, and the less I speak ill of my fellow, uh, of my fellow uh, priests, the better I think my day will go. Fair enough. Shan't pry. You're helping me too much for that. <laughs> Good. Um, Scamp, what do you think? Should we go find Corzin, pop back to the regret, and then have a party for a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You head off. Uh, and by the time the pair of you reach 
calls in and Molly's uh, apartment. Well, very much Molly's apartment. Uh, uh, I think it's fair to say that you probably spent the last hour looking after little cause and making sure he's tucked in. Yeah. Um, he's sort of passed into a gentle sleep now. And uh, Molly has broken out uh, something which she's been saving. Uh, which is the one last bottle of that local cider that you had the previous year that you couldn't find any more of. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the pair of you have been sitting by the hearth having gotten the fire started and uh, drinking and catching up when the door knocks. Hello. We're not interrupting anything, are we? And if we're not, why are we not? Scout! Because we knew that... (laughs) (laughs) Because we knew that you were coming. Uh, Corson goes and opens the door. (laughs) Just so I have a mental picture of this, how much is Celestia having to duck to get through this door? I mean, I'm not six foot four. I'm Olga's height. I don't know how how tall Olga is. Um, you still don't know, but she hunches shorter than you. So right, uh, not halfling short though. So pretty, pretty heavily ducking. Yeah, you I are. Imagine it's, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Scamp has to duck, and you have to kind of hands and knees. Mm. I imagine it's quite hard as Olga as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the worst stiff joints. Ow, ow. Everything just cracks and crackles. It's strangely just... I mean, you have no idea what rheumatism feels like, uh, but it doesn't feel like your joints are swollen. It's just like they're all in wrong positions in a way that's just completely unsuited to to this style of movement you've grown up with, having, you know, only had the one body most of your life. Third nose tits. I wonder Olga's such a grumpy bitch. Ow. (laughs) So, and uh, Molly sort of turns around, looks at you, Scamp, and does a bit of a double take. Hello. I give Molly a look. She takes a sip, a a swig of the uh, cider. Well then. I take it you spanned something with uh, Mafanwi so that you can walk around... Uh, more easily. Um, I'm... She um, steps forward and after a bit of visible hesitation gives you a very solid if slightly short uh, hug, uh, Scamp, before stepping away again. Celestia so visibly relaxes in the background. A little bit of background fear in her eyes, but uh, well, uh, <coughs> I got to see you. Thank you for, uh, thank you for saving us, Scab. You're a good dwarf, Tiefling. All right, Molly. Bit of a shock, but, um, not, not a bad one. Good. She takes another swig of the cider. But yeah, and answer, we've come up with an arrangement with my family that might work, or at least won't get me arrested. So, but we do need to sort out the regret because I really don't think I have any clout there. 
if I'm with you, uh, hopefully my word will go some way to uh, well, smoothing things over. The current plan is to have me on the regret at dawn when I turn back with, you know, either the captain or Vig and some sort of local law enforcement member. Because that's pretty concrete proof. And a truth spell if they want it. I'd rather not. Best we can do under the circumstances, I think. Yeah, um, but would you mind, I mean, before the party gets started... Um, oh, there's a street party, by the way. I don't know if you want to couple that up with your wedding party, but there is. Um, well, but, you um, know, I've, I've never been one to say sense. no to a party. Double party, um, boat party, And we've street plenty party. to celebrate. Lots. We certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, before the party gets started, cousin, I really might need you to come to the grit with me and set this up. Understood. Because I, I don't... I, they don't even know who I am like this. They've no reason to believe me at all. And even as Celestia, like, I mean, I'm new, relatively. True, but you've acquitted yourself well. Thanks, but I still think... You know, even if I looked like me, they'd have no reason to believe I hadn't gone on a mad rampage around the town, would they? Yeah, it's pretty compelling evidence that it was you. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. she wrote my name on all the walls. Um, so yeah, should we should we do that now and then, you know, we can leave you alone for a bit <laughs> and let you actually be married. I t- uh, turn to Molly and I say, "Are you going to be okay here with him for a little while?" Shouldn't be too much of a problem, no. Don't be too long. <laughs> I won't be, and I go well, over to the. Uh, uh, I'll meet you over to that party once uh, we Corazon's a bit more awake. Right, you are. And I go over to uh, Little Corson and I uh, just give him a, a small kiss on the forehead before I leave. Um, uh, and he sort of turns over and goes, uh, it's still, still slumbering. Corson takes a moment for his heart to melt slightly, Aww. and then um, he turns around, uh, gathers the others, and, and goes. So, you head off to the Charlie's Regret. Uh, Vig is actually on standing standing the watch and is oh. leaning... On the way to the Charlie's Regret, can I have a look at some of the graffiti? Yes, you can. Uh, the Olga didn't see exactly what she's written. She has written Celestia Stardust, XOXO. And nothing else anyway. nothing else. Okay, cool, cool. Karen. Certainly no written claims, explicit claims of I am Celestia Stardust or Celestia Stardust did this. Just Celestia Stardust XOXO. Cool. Sorry, carry on. So Vig's there. Yeah. Uh, Vig is there uh, in his cold weather clothes leaning on the ship's rail and peers down eyebrow raised. By the way, as you are making your way through the streets... A lot of people turn and look. And there is one woman carrying a basket full of sugared apples who again drops them the moment she lays eyes on you. Demon! Demon! And... And at this point, one of the guards, uh, green-coated guards, walks over, holds up her hands and says, Hold on. That demon is a ward of the church. I have word from the priestess that they are being redeemed through holy work. We must not disturb them. But the demon! 
Oh, shut up! I'm gonna yeah. stick my tongue out at her. She gives you. She gives you the evil eye, and then I proceeds, stick a finger up at her, and then proceeds picking up her apples, glaring at you the whole way. As she uh, leaves, Coulson uh, shouts after it. Idiot! Idiot! <laughs> I hope all those fucking apples have got maggots in them. Bitch. Um, she's the only one to call out that openly, but she's also not. But she's not the only one to stop and stare. And there are a number. You do hear a lot of mutterings and murmurings. And on more than one occasion, you see a guardsman intervene to stop someone who begins striding towards the three of you. If any of them get within uh, arm's reach of Scamp and uh, do anything hostile, I will be on them. Yeah, same. Celestia's like, back up, ready. Yeah. There's one group of three, um, all of them human, who actually start to... who, who, who manage to get... The gods don't see and they get within about 20 feet. Clear malice of forethought. And they look at the pair of you as you stop and turn to I take my glasses off. I don't show my whole face, but I give them a good look. With all good eyes. It's not my entire face. It's not the entire face. It's not there, but it's enough that they stop. Raise an eyebrow at them. Can I ask one of you to give me an intimidation check with advantage? Um, I think I might have slightly. I'll do it. Can oh I no! I, join in? I don't have any charisma. So yeah, maybe Scamp can oh, lead I'll this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, my no, modif- yeah, my modifier is minus three right now, so definitely oh, not me. Shit. I don't think yeah. I'm proficient. So I think, come on, load. I'll just roll it and then work it out when the page has loaded. Um, so intimidation. That is a sixteen. The three of them are. One of them looks at, at uh, Celestia's Olga eyes and start, seems a little startled and unnerved. Another is eyeing up uh, Corzin, kind of. Like you can see him sort of judging whether he can take you. Uh, but the third one looks at you, Scamp. And. Oh, I'm going to say Celestia and Corzin. Give me a perception check. Um, 16 hang on um, 12 Causing, no 13 corner, sorry although you've got your eyes fixed on on the people opposite out of the corner of your eye it looks as if the shadows around Scamp seem to lengthen and grow darker for a, few, for a moment before the central one the one that's looking at Scamp taps his friends on the shoulders it's not worth it it's not worth it they turn, they back away a few steps before turning and walking briskly off. I'm gonna shout and just out. you remember that. Yeah, out. fuck you. The regent loves you. Celestia's <laughs> 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 so inconsolable for a good two minutes after this. <laughs> In her nun's habit, giggling away. <laughs> <laughs> The um, <laughs> as the three of you make your way up to V, who was mentioned before, as it's cold weather gear, uh, gear leaning on the rails. Um, you do see that, um, yeah, he does look up and seems a little surprised at your open appearance, Scamp. 
then looks down a little confused as well and calls out to Corzin. Uh, to, the, to the three of you, actually. Oh, Corzin, Scamp, and you seem to have picked up a nun? Um. We'll explain everything, but we need to uh, speak in private immediately. All right. Um, this Suffice to say, this is a member of the crew not looking quite as they ought to right now. Hello. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I, I made my bed. I must sleep in it. Uh, persuasion. Okay. Oh, that's not terrible. That's a 13. Oh, hang on. No, I've got to roll with disadvantage. Yeah, it's 13. Okay. Mm, okay. How about um, the four of us come talk in uh, come talk down in these uh, in the quartermaster's stores? Oh, that's fine. Yep. He blinks a little. Seems a little unnerved by the. I put the, older I've put voice. the sunglasses back on. By the way, just for the record, I'm not giving him a look. No, he's unnerved. Oh, by the, the voice, voice is horrible. As yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> And by the sunglasses, which he recognises. Perhaps, um... If it is alright, uh... Yes, come, come. Into the... Let's come come, come to, uh... Solder's, uh... Cabin. And he escorts you down into the ship. Into the, uh... Quarter the quartermaster's office, which is also the armory, uh, and therefore has iron bars uh, across the front of it and a secure door, uh, and closes the door after all of you are in there with him in as well. He's not just imprisoning you, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and just puts a hand on the uh, hilt of the scimitar at his side while he talks. I put my hands up so he knows that I'm not going for anything in particular. Gorzin, um, who is this? Why have you brought this stranger onto our ship? Uh, All right. So um, it's actually Celestia. Yes, it is. I can vouch for this. Do you remember back in Peter's March when there was that... Uh, nasty unfortunate business with the mayor there yes I remember that my uh, drinking got interrupted because some of the, uh, it's, the locals decided that the lynch mob would be a good evening's entertainment Yeah. Um, well that was largely down to a a witch hag a hag of, yeah. um, uh, of uh, some distinction who was living there and Unfortunately, she seems to have um, found herself here. But uh, she was l largely responsible for the uh, the sickness that has been sweeping this uh, this port. And unfortunately, Celestia has been. I made a deal with bewitched. her. Um, I made a deal for a scrying spell, um, a really important one, and. Basically, the deal was that at a time of her choosing, we would switch appearances for 24 hours, and that's this 24 hours that's happening right now. Um, so by dawn, I will be myself again, but the thing is, she's 
robbed half the town and murdered a load of people with my appearance. Um, She's framed, but if yeah. we can, if we can get at least one official with um, uh, with a member of the church here to witness her change back. Also, I'd like you or Brandy to witness it so that you know that you're not letting a fucking criminal on your ship, to be honest, because I genuinely haven't done anything. Yeah, she was with us the whole time. She cannot have done this. You knew, you know I would not lie to you. So you're telling me that some sort of powerful spellcaster switched appearances with you through some strange magic that was done two weeks ago? Yep. God, this sounds like bullshit, doesn't it? Consider this from my perspective. You, I am now aware that there is a powerful spellcaster on the loose, capable of doing magic, capable of twisting appearances. How do I know that they have not just wandered into your mist, killed or abducted Celestia, and enchanted your mind to believe that all this has happened? I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, somebody might be willing to do a truth spell on me. Um, but also, the right thing is, right now also at, at dawn, it's 24 hours, it started this dawn. Next dawn, you will be able to literally see me turn back into Celestia. What can I say to prove it to you? I mean, I can talk about songs that I've sung. The one about Sick was quite good. Um, I don't know, I can't think of anything to tell you. I've been seasick for the last, you know, how, however long I've been on the when ship. I'm... On the third night, the afternoon actually, of the third day that we met, what colour were the feathers of the giant eagles that attacked us? The Harris Hawks. Good, okay. Uh... That's what I wanted to know. They weren't eagles, they were Harris Hawks. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to try and make me remember the colours of all the feathers, because I really didn't no, know. No, quick question. <sighs> Maybe? Pink feathers. Yeah, pink feather beard. <laughs> that was a good day. Also a good song that came out of that, just saying. Maybe it is you, maybe it is not. You say that you will turn back on the morning. At yeah, at dawn, supposedly. I would let you back on this ship if you are prepared to wait in the brig until the morning comes. I suppose that seems fair. It allows it... Forgive me if I seem paranoid, but it is my job as first mate to consider security risks. Hmm. Understood. No, that seems fair. Uh, sorry, Corzin, doesn't look like I'm coming to your wedding reception. Corzin got married, by the way. Congratulations. Well, uh, this is if you stay on the ship. If When is your reception? Um, uh, soonish. Pretty much in the next couple of hours, I guess. Oh, congratulations. He, Thank again, you. like he's got one hand, hand extended, one hand on the hilt of his scimitar still. Still holding mine up so that he knows I'm not going for anything. Well, I tell you what, if you come back in, say, four hours... Four or five hours after this party, 
I'll happily put you in the brig then, if you want to go to the celebration. Yeah, um, do you mind if somebody from the church and all the watch comes to see me change at dawn as well? Would Not that be a problem at all. for I you? I think that would be very helpful to me. Uh, and Corazin, do you mind if I send, say, semen salts uh, to just keep an eye on you for your own protection? No, the more the merrier. Good. No offence if this is to you, Celestia, but right now I do not trust you. Uh, fair. <laughs> I can't blame you. Good. Good. Um, Thank you for not trusting us. Also, you know, you're just doing your job, don't worry. Mm. Thank you for letting me go to the party, that's very kind. Well, my concern is about this ship, so long as I have someone watching over my crew, and you're not, when you're, as long as you're not on the ship, I don't need to keep you in prison. Yeah, also, I mean, it goes without saying that if you see, um, me, inverted commas, in the air, um, before dawn, don't, don't talk to her, run. I will bear that in mind. I doubt, I don't think she's still here, I think she's left town, but just... In case she She's tries to get on the ship, quite literally, don't Very let her well, on the ship. I will make well, uh, I know some things to ask her. Yeah. All right then. Well then, for now, you won't mind if I escort you back off the ship That's until fine. you return. He looks. He nods. Slowly. I owe you for this week. Yes, you do. So do I. Thank you for uh, right. even you giving me a me chance. Right. He, un- he cautiously removes the key from his jacket, unlocks the uh, <laughs> unlocks the armory lo- uh, uh, gate, which he realised he had stealthily locked uh, behind him when he entered, mm-hmm. and uh, escorts you back up. <whistles> Zoltz, come. Uh, why don't you have a good time uh, with uh, Corson? In fact, uh, bring a couple of the other crew. It looks like Jorge's is getting married, and he leans in and whispers a couple of things to uh, Pepper Salt, the head gunner. Yeah, everyone's invited. Ah, uh, that sounds fun. <laughs> she looks a little concerned by Celestia's current form, but nods and smiles. All right, maybe I'll bring you back. Maybe I'll bring you something back, Vig. Huh. Yeah, see if there are any. Uh, Peppermints or something. <laughs> and uh, Pepper Salts, the uh, black and white haired, uh, the ponytailed human uh, gunner, uh, comes back out, uh, out with you and uh, yes, joins your party. So, uh, congratulations, cousin. Yeah, well, it was a, it was a long time coming, but. I think, uh, given what seems to be happening with the uh, the breaking of this fever, it seemed only the right time. Yeah, didn't even know you had a girl. Or is it a boy? <laughs> it's a girl. Oh. And I do have a boy, but he's uh, he's only about... And he puts his hand about, like, uh, 13 inches off the ground. He's about so high. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not one to talk about tastes, but... Uh... <laughs> he's my son, you <laughs> dolt. Oh! Oh, okay. Then. That's whew, that's a relief. I, I, you know, whack him in the kneecap. Her. You whack her in the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I sorry. Forgot who I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. This is uh, this is salt. Uh, okay. Oh, she limps along a bit. Oh, Merrick's watch. Haven't been here before. 
A lot of places on fire, or which have been put out. I assume they're not usually on fire. I don't think it's like a feature of the place. (laughs) You've got a really disturbing voice, miss. Oh, shit, I forgot again. (laughs) Sounds the same in my head. Um, (laughs) It does. uh, Alder's night. Oh, I've heard about... Yeah, yeah, we used to uh, celebrate that with a few little bonfires. Wow, they really go in for it, around here. (laughs) Well, this is... Uh, the place that originated the, uh, the the tradition. Oh, oh, what do you know? Huh. See all sorts of places when you're selling. Indeed. Uh, you can see that Corson is trying to be um, personable and uh, happy, but is somewhat distracted. So is Seaman Saltz. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's very much just keeping up this babbling conversation while you travel occasionally. I sidelong glancing at Celestia. Celestia's like never takes her hand off her uh, off her belt knife. <laughs> Celestia's like unusually quiet and hunched for her, and not just because she's like hunchbacked. Like mm. she's just kind of keeping her head down a bit. Nevertheless, uh, by now the rain has begun to thin, and by the time you return, actually, uh, you get back to where the street festival is being set up. Actually, almost ent- has almost entirely petered out. The sun is breaking back through the now dispersing silvery white clouds. And uh, you can see that a lot of work has gone into dragging out tables onto the streets, people just piling out food, uh, what few coloured ribbons they have. Uh, There is uh, someone who seems to be, you can just hear from the distance. Someone has a set of bagpipes, as far as you can tell. Who the fuck, wow. who the fuck plays bagpipes? It's a hideous instrument. Apparently the mead <laughs> play bagpipes sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, yeah. And uh, there is, despite everything that's been, that's happened, there is an optimistic sort of atmosphere to the place. Um, and yeah, the as you make your way uh, through, you can see that there are s- kind of enterprising street vendors who are setting up uh, as well, just hawking out, hauling out as much stock as they can. Children, uh, the surviving elderly, uh, have emerged. <laughs> Many of them looking a little unsteady, but glad to see the sun. There is a notable absence uh, around you. As you walk, it's almost like there is a bubble of people trying to keep out of your way. What, me or Scamp? Well, you're moving as a group, so it's hard hard to tell. Uh, And you can see that Saltz is looking increasingly more uncomfortable, uh, but continuing the constant chatter. (laughs) At this point, she's just talking about socks. Uh, Just different (laughs) kinds of socks, what her favourite sock is, what kind of socks she's owned... Where they are. Salts, are you alright? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, would you say you prefer striped or zigzag socks? I like uh, stripes. Yeah, I know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a zigzag woman myself. I'm a um, zigzag girl too. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Stripes, though. Uh, that's true. Can that's I do true. an insight check to see if she's okay? Because this is. Do an insight check. Odd. <laughs> she's probably just worried about the fucking witch that's with you. <laughs> yeah. Insight, okay, that's. Uh... 
Eleven. You get the feeling that she's something about Celestia is making her very uncomfortable. <laughs> she also seems to be glancing at the murderous glances that some of the uh, uh, people are giving to Scamp as well. <laughs> but again, people are holding back, although you do see a couple of guards intervening here and there. It seems that the church does hold some sway. Celestia just like full on hiding as much as she can under the veil at this point like no (laughs) this is awful (laughs) Uh, there is a uh, there is also a um what's it called a awning stand not really sure sort of an impromptu pulpit that has been moved out in front of the church and you can see that a banner has been dragged out and uh sort of uh, placed over the front of the pulpit, bearing the symbol, the crown symbol of the regent, uh, but also surmounted by a pair of torches. Uh, anyone who wants to can make a religion check. Yeah, go on then. Well, that's quite good, actually. Um, Twenty-one. Lucky. Twenty-one. Actually, I'm not. Okay, so uh, yeah. You die, so I have no idea what this means. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you get themed dice. They're too intricate. Is that a one or a twenty? Oh, I found a one. It must be a twenty. Okay. Natural okay. oh! <laughs> twenty. Yay! Oh, no. uh, Celestia and uh, Scap, you you recognise this uh, as being the symbol of uh, Saint Kresnik, the Firebringer. Oh. So I know um, all about the church. I'm doing the church's holy work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, St. Kresnik is uh, attributed uh, in a very distant time uh, for bringing the secrets of fire uh, from the southern lands into the dark of Meadmere uh, and allowing them to survive the terrible monsters that lurk in the woods uh, and eventually clear said woods and, you know, farm fields. Oh, and, you know, cook food and not die from cold. Oh, yeah, wow. Important, that. Yeah. You, you need to be able to do that in order to do the other things. Yeah. yeah. Important, really. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and in this town in particular, St. Kresnik has quite, a, you know, it seems quite popular. Um, at the moment, there's a little awkwardness associated with that, but nevertheless, um, you can see that as this kind of festival atmosphere builds, uh, a the familiar figure of uh, Sister Mfanwi, uh emerges, now flanked again by her two guards. Uh, Can we just say for time, I relay to her the whole yeah, thing about the brig, the thing, and we arrange that, nods, because I think we've talked that, about it enough, haven't yeah, we? She yeah. confirms that she has some, yeah. some people who will be coming, and, uh, you, uh, uh, and she has also brought to you all uh, a selection of sugar-coated toasted apples. Oh, that's very kind. Um, as you uh, and as you bite into your toffee apples, you can hear the bagpipe man has stopped playing. Thank God. <laughs> uh, and another uh, another band uh, is uh, preparing to pick up. Um, and as they stop, uh, they they begin you know imbibing quite a cheerful sort of uh, tune. Uh, and there is a sort of from uh, a horn blower, and you see uh, up on the plinth, uh, a, someone stands up and calls out, uh, "Gather, gather round, gather round!" 
There will now be a few words in praise from our most, uh, most uh, noble priestess. And people are looking up and there's a very optimistic uh, look in their eyes. And there's cheers and applause as uh, you see a human woman uh, with tightly braided, long black hair, pale, very pale, mid-mirror sort of skin. Uh, is where uh, who's in addition to her priestly robes is wearing a white cloak with a yellow and red fur uh, fur trim. Um, as she approaches, uh, she steps up to the top of the um, of the uh, days. There's the word I was looking for, and brings her hands together in prayer, parts them, and then claps them. And as she does so, the uh, symbol on the banner beneath seems to burst into flames for a few moments and then die down. The family kind of comments, Gee, party tricks, that was always her way. Yeah, I mean, that's not that impressive, let's be honest, I can do that. Nevertheless, the uh, the, the, party, you know, the the crowds all sort of, yeah, this seems to be a popular trick. Uh, and as she uh, stares out, you can see that she has... There's no good way to put this. She has slightly too wide, almost kind of crazy-looking eyes, uh, and uh, yeah, they—they they are actually very. They—they are a very light brown uh, and actually slightly, almost golden-looking uh, at the edges. Not unnaturally so, but in that way that sometimes people's eyes are patterned mm. in that way. Uh, and uh, she calls out. My brothers, my sisters, people of Warwick's Watch, the Regent has sent us a miracle. Fuck's sake. As you know, I have been praying hard for all of our souls these past two weeks, and by your faith and your courage and duty, the Regent has sent a cleansing rain to purge this sickness from all that we have suffered. Ah! I, I wish this were family. Yeah, either that or it was a bargain with a hag, darling. You know, one of the two. <laughs> know that your faith has been rewarded and that the Regent has listened to your prayers. And, and let us not forget to thank all those who have been vital in keeping order during these dark times. Of course, our Grafina, Ilsa, Ivanova. And she gestures over and you can see there is a uh, another human woman looking back in her 30s, pale skin, braided black hair, wearing very nice black clothes lined in furs, kind of uh, covered for the weather. And she's surrounded by a, a sort of coterie of guards she inclines her head regally. And of course, we could not have done it without all of the aid of the fine doctors and nurses which the church has graciously brought together and which I have been only too happy to oversee. And you hear the family go, what a bitch. <laughs> so let us go forth and and take this <laughs> take uh, these days of praise in the regent's name and again there's a from the crowd before she steps down from the days 
Yes, well, unfortunately, uh, halflings don't really like to take centre stage, or don't really get to take centre stage in Edmir. I would imagine she's done fucking nothing to help you, has she? Oh, she's done a lot of praying. Would it be nice if she spent some time tending to the actual sick? Fucking hell. <laughs> Isn't there a, a, a verse about um, uh, two hands working do more than 10,000 clasped in prayer? Or am I misremembering that from Regent School? Uh, depends what parts of uh, Jova you're in as to how much that verse goes, but I remember that one, yes. It's one I've always cleaved to myself. Mm. Still, though, they do like the local... Uh, they do like their local priestess. I swear she's been claiming victory for everything I've been doing ever since I got here. I'm sure it how won't be too long until we get chased out uh, uh, ourselves, packed off to the next place. How long have you been here? Little less than two weeks. I, the church sent me the moment that we found out what was going on here. Rode with my crew as hard as I could. The fact is, for as much as she uh, might believe she talks a good talk, Sister Anna over there does not actually possess the uh, closeness with the Regent Saints that's needed to cure any of the disease. That's why they had to have bring me in. She's cured precisely no people for all the people I've been having to charge to cure. <laughs> and of course, that's worked out very nicely for her because plenty of people hate me. <sighs> Why? Well, I've been charging a lot amount of money for uh, to cure people. I mean, for well, good reason, but yes, people aren't that cheap, are they? It's all right. I didn't do this for. I don't do this for the praise. God, you're a good person. Do you know that? All right. All right. Sorry. Anyway, let's uh, see what else we can uh, uh, we can enjoy around these parts. Understand they do a very good pretzel around here. Oh, I'm not sure I've ever heard a pretzel. Have I ever had a pretzel? You no, probably not. I think you've never had a pretzel. You would have pretzel. What's a pretzel? I want one. <laughs> ah, well. What's a pretzel? Imagine somebody took a, a a piece of bread and tied it in a knot. I want I mean, four. Isn't that yeah, just bread? Five. But I still want one. Let's get a pretzel. <laughs> and you do proceed to uh, to to buy pretzels, um, and they're pretty good. Uh, the sugar coated ones, are, well, the honey coated ones, are slightly be better for some of you than others. Uh, you find after the first incredibly salty one, scamp. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, if it's a proper sized pretzel, they are about as big as Corson's head. <laughs> yeah, hey. no, you, you have one. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we find Molly? Uh, and indeed, yeah, uh, after about half half an hour, Molly and uh, uh, Molly and uh, Cause and Junior uh, both uh, uh, both join you. Okay, ah! I'm gonna get most of them a pretzel. <laughs> Woo! And uh, Cause and Junior takes the pretzel and starts you know digging into it. <laughs> there you go. You feeling better now? Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a lot better, pal. Oh, can I see your ship? Excellent. You what? Can I can I can I can I see the ship you're on? Uh, soon, soon, yes. Okay. But um, today we've um, we're just gonna be uh celebrating because it's a very special day, actually. Oh. Um, well, yeah. uh, well uh, your mum and I, uh, we've been uh, talking about doing something for a very very long time. And, uh... Am I going to have a sister? Thing. 
Uh, let's let's not jump ahead of the uh, let's not put the, uh, uh, the 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 horse before the cart there, uh, son. <laughs> no, but um, we have uh, done something which we've been intending to do for a very long time, and we've we've finally gotten married. Oh, Cousin Junior seems vaguely pleased, but doesn't seem to appreciate that how much of a big thing this is. No, it's. Um... <laughs> It's something that I've not been able to do very uh, be, uh, for a long time because I've been away so much. And, you know, it, it's just... Does that mean... It's a good time, and... And we're, uh, we're all, I hope, going to be um, seeing a lot more of each other. Does that mean you're staying, Pa? At least, for the moment. I can't say that I won't uh, be going away again at some point, but for now, I think it's uh, best that you and I and your mother make the most of the time we've got. What do you say? Okay, Pa. And he uh, hugs your waist. I give him a big hug as well. Little cousin? Yeah? I've got um, a monkey. Do you want to see my monkey? <laughs> 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 I'm not sure if he's terrified, overjoyed, or both. Uh, it's perfectly safe for a given value. And I okay, Corson Jr. Uh, rolled a natural 19 on his uh, animal handling check. So he reaches out, tries to hug um, uh, Jeffrey, who immediately panics, run, uh, uh, scabs away. <laughs> Come here, Mr. Monkey! Come here! <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, there's a brief moment where Corzin Jr. is chasing this monkey around the streets. <laughs> That's adorable. That's so cute. <laughs> you should get him a pet. I mean, yeah. apparently he likes monkeys. Right. Yeah, I'd not, this Meeting your boy would be going so much better if I looked like me, because normally I'd do him a fucking puppet show or something and it'd be great, but he'd fucking shit himself if I did it right now. <laughs> Genuinely uh, yeah, he could literally die. <laughs> There'll be a time and a place. I'm, I'm gonna make sure that we all have the opportunity to, uh, uh, to interact as we really are. Yeah, that'd be nice. Before we leave, I mean, if I can actually leave the ship at any point, <laughs> Scamp, I might need your help with that disguise kit. One problem at a time. I'm so up for this. <laughs> hey, you could disguise me as another tiefling. Fuck with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be quite funny. That would be very, very funny. Not helpful, but very funny. <laughs> Moles, how is he doing? It's the strangest thing. He's bright and healthy as he was three weeks ago. And as you see, Corson Jr. is very energetically running around after this monkey. <laughs> uh, Corson looks uh, out towards where um, a little Corson is. And I'm going to roll something for a second. Hold on. Mm, secret rolls. Oh, I love secret rolls. You... You see him kind of swell a little bit um, at uh, at the sight of his uh, uh, his son. 
playing so happily. Chasing a monkey around like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pretend I wouldn't be exactly the same at his age. Mm. <laughs> that seems fair. Glad he's alright. Me too. Yeah, Me too. so am I. I don't know what I'd have done if... No, let's not talk about that. No, we don't need to. It didn't No, happen. let's not talk about that. No. Well then. You, um... Spend... A couple more hours with... Yeah. Uh, in the festival. Seaman Salt starts to slowly calm down a bit. <laughs> I do buy Seaman Salt a drink, because I feel that's only... Seaman Salt downs it immediately I and buys us off another one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever um, local whiskey slash brandy. Vodka. It's vodka. Oh no! Of course it's vodka. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a, a line of vodka shots then. <laughs> you spend five silver pieces. Okay. Celestia drinks a fair amount. Actually, no. As it's well. not the good stuff. It's five copper pieces. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I was going to say. This is this is stuff for getting a sailor drunk quickly. It's the common stuff. <laughs> I feel like Celestia mostly drinks miserably in a corner during this. <laughs> Trying not to look at anyone. Still more willing to sell you you anything than they are scamp. Uh, Corzin has to buy the pretzels. Ugh. I keep the um uh, uh the, the pretzels coming if you want them, but um yes. <laughs> okay. I'll say you probably um, spend a silver piece in total on various just I can give you things. Money, but It's fine. This is, you know, you only get, uh, you don't get married every day. And, um. You should buy little calls in a pet. Very much Yeah, should. I think they're a little, uh, scarce around here, Scamp. Mm. The Molly says, Yes, well, uh, let's, let's not make any decisions uh, about, uh, adding new members of the household that I have to feed. <laughs> and no, clean up I, after her. I you should do it. <laughs> Perfectly fine, yes, dear. Good. Maybe, maybe another time. Not really in a position for a pet right now. No, well, we'll we'll talk about that because um, because I'm I'm definitely not leaving you um, as I did before, at the very least. I prefer if you weren't leaving me at all, but I understand. You know, Molly. You know better than anyone that if I. If it were within my power to just boil that ship right now, we'd be on it. Although, um, I know. situations aren't uh, aren't what we always what we would wish them to be, and hmm. uh, it's all right. I get it. I've always gotten it. He he just hugs her. She taps you on the back and then hugs you back. Oh, let's see what's re- what's up for the rest of this place. Yeah. You can always buy me some new ribbons whilst I'm here. <laughs> Alright, and I believe you owe me a dance. Oh, you cheeky bastard. So I do. <laughs> and she takes you by the hand, and as um, the fiddlers in the, uh, who've replaced the bagpipes player <laughs> uh, begin picking up a tune, you start up a dance, uh, and... With 
sadly with uh, Scamp, uh, I mean, depends how, how involved Scamp gets as to whether other people start joining in or not, sadly. I'm just going to watch. Okay. Me too. With a pair of you sort of like, like, uh, like, uh, like ghosts, you know, spectres of the party standing on the sidelines and watching, you see a number of other pe people begin picking up their own dances. And uh, Merry Jig is had by all. Yeah, I think it'll <coughs> it'll probably start like the your typical um, uh, wedding slow dance, but after a while it will get uh, progressively more energetic and rowdy until we're like, um, if there's enough people, we'll be end up like stripping the willow. Yeah, very much. And I do a mocking waltz with Scamp in the corner away from everybody. <laughs> it's fucking horrible to behold, I imagine. <laughs> You're given a lot It's a size difference such that it's like when you have a child um, on an uh, adult's shoes. Yeah. yeah, but also like I'm fucking Olga, so it's <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> but like away enough that we don't destroy them. Yeah. So. You, um, the party continues and... As such street parties do, eventually burns itself out. As you, as the time comes, Molly uh, insists on uh, dragging you, Corzin, and Corzin Jr. back home, mm -hmm. leaving. Uh, and yes, you find yourselves uh, as ever, as people are filtering away, getting ready to go your separate ways for the night. See you later. Have fun. Well, don't worry. I will. I mean, do you want us? Do you want us to take your boy? We're going back to the ship. Although, actually, there's going to be some weird stuff going on. So, uh, up to you. I. You know what? I, <clears throat> I think. Um, Corazon. Yeah, ma. Do you want to um, go play with your young friend? You know, you, you know, uh, you've got that friend of yours down the uh, street. You know, he's, uh, you've been wanting to go play with him for a while. Uh, if, if his mother says it's okay, do you want to go hang out with him for the night? I get to have a sleepover? Yes, you get to have a sleepover, son. Yeah, that's right. absolutely right. Okay! Oh! I'm going to get to play with Jimothy! Yeah, you go play with Jimothy. <laughs> <laughs> See, Molly leans over to you, the pair of you. It's a fucking weird name. <laughs> Is he a weird kid? I need to know. <laughs> I mean, he's... Yeah, he's a little weird. Does but, he blink? Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch whether children blink. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> we ran into another Jimothy in, uh, in Crosswater. I'll tell you about really? it sometime. I didn't think there was anyone else called that. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Mm. It is weird. So weird. <laughs> anyway, we'll see about uh, <clears throat> making sure young Corson get a sleepover. And you and I can get some pro uh, some uh, quality time. Have a nice sleepover, Corzin. <laughs> Which one of us were you looking at when you said that? <laughs> I just said it. I said it generally, not looking at either of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I will. Can the monkey come? Sure <laughs> the monkey sort of Jeffrey sort of backs away from the little Corzin. Back on the scab's shoulders by this point. <laughs> You scan, you hear a voice in your uh, 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 the back of your head. I don't think Jeffrey wants to come along with little Corson. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll look after the monkey. Yeah. 
Aww. <laughs> oh well. And the uh, small, very small, in the case, of, <laughs> in the case of two members, family unit uh, <laughs> begins. <laughs> I was going to say, does Little Coulson still have my... Um, he does, my, he my absolutely has your... Strike. Yeah, he absolutely has uh, your... And your I, I say to him on. as he goes on, now you keep all of that. She, he, he grabs it with both hands. Still continues walking. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably still way too big for him, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's huge, yeah. 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 It's like a an adult halfling-sized uh, <laughs> uh, tricorn on a child-sized halfling. Oh. <laughs> um... And as the three of them make their way off, uh, Salt uh, actually stays with you, Celestia, and you, Scamp. So, uh, you're uh, coming back to the ship with me then? Yep, into the brig. Looking oh. forward to it. Oh, good. Uh, and uh, what about you, Scamp? you coming back to your, uh, to your quarters, or have you got somewhere else you're staying? Um, I think it'd be weird if I went elsewhere. Also, God, you'd have trouble getting a room. Let's be honest; people are I'm stupid. I'm sure the church will provide. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. I'm graced to be in your presence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, sooner we can get away from these crowds of angry people, the happier I'll be. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> right, then let's uh, let's get back to the ship. <clears throat> and the three of you make your way back into uh, the underside, as it were, back to the Charlie's Regret, where uh, V, with a slightly restrained smile, uh, provides you with an escort down to the brig, um, Celestia. There's, uh, at the moment, you can actually see a familiar figure is sitting guard outside, on the stool outside, the brig, uh, one Alton Apple Blossom, uh, the uh, halfling that Corzin previously Still saved. Still alive! Still alive! Yay! Here's a little, here's uh, a little halfling carbine, resting across his knees. Seems a little shocked to see this strange hunched nun figure approach. Oh, um. Oh, we have a just out of character for a second. We have a range with Mofan with this, haven't we? Yes, we have. We did. Yes. Cool, 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 cool. Sorry, yeah. carry on. Mifanwi, uh, Mifanwi and Co. should be arriving shortly before dawn. Cool. Sorry, carry on. Uh, as far as you're aware. So, uh, Apple Blossom. Ooh. Oh, there, Vig. Uh, what's uh, the nini? All this? We have a. Um, we have a guest who may or may not be a crew member. I will be back at dawn. Um, shortly before. Just keep an eye on things, okay, Apple Blossom? Sure thing. And he unlocks the cage and uh, lets uh, you uh, in, Celestia. How big a cage is it, just out of interest? It's quite big, actually. It's des- okay. This is a brig. It's designed... Big but not comfy. Yeah, yeah, if necessary, it's designed to keep uh, half a crew's worth of inmates, if it really... If it really has to, although they'd be very hard, uh, you know, pressed close. And it is also occupied, uh, as currently resting in there are the remi- is, uh, of course, Lady Greta, uh, the oh, Orkish yeah. lady. Uh, her, <coughs> uh, her elderly companion, uh, her uncle, uh, 
Schmidt, uh, Arnold von Schmidt and uh, Lady Greta von Schmidt uh, and the poor halfling mage with the ruined hand oh shit that uh, caught <laughs> I think Corzin shot. Yeah, Corzin shot her through the hand. You set her on fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, Harriet Greenbottle, uh, whose hands are actually who's who's the only member of the uh, prisoners whose hands are actively bound. Uh, they are tied together at the wrists. Well, one is splintered and heavily bandaged, um, but they are tied together at the wrists in order to prevent her casting. And uh, although she is ungagged. Uh, you know, you would know, know that uh, any jailer has instructions to make sure that uh, she potentially to shoot if it sounds like they're casting spells. Yeah, fair. Just standard mage protocols, which have been a, a, a little relaxed because standard mage protocols would involve just gagging the mage entirely, uh, and indeed uh, the handful of other uh, orcs, all of them disarmed. Uh, just left with their clothes uh, and food periodically served to them. <clears throat> then, says Greta, looking up, this is uh, an unexpected guest. Uh, hello, I am uh, Lady Greta von. Uh, I am Lady uh, Greta von. And you see her, uh, Arnold. Uh, her, her uh, uncle, Glenn. <clears throat> hello, I am Arnold von Schmidt, and this is my uh, this is my nephew, Gret Lady Greta. Uh, and who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Yeah, pull the other one. It's got bells on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you don't want to say who you are, that's fine. You can stay on that side of the of the brick, and we will stay on this side. Yep, fine by me. Good. Well then, I hope you like traditional uh, traditional Orkish songs, because we've got to do something to pass the time. Usually, I sing, but I don't think anyone wants that right now. Do you know the one that goes "Ein, Zwein, Drein" and the uh, with lifting the beer? Yes. Well, if you can sing that one, then uh, I suppose we have at least something to keep us occupied with. I mean, shall I make a performance check to see how yeah, hard they are? Yeah, yeah, make a performance check. Oh, that's great. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, nine. It's the worst performance, probably one of the worst performances you've given, but you just try and give as much gusto as you can into it. And uh, the... Orcs eventually get to go. Okay, yes. Well, uh, Maybe we could play cards. How about we play cards? Let's play cards. It's fucking yeah, boring in okay. here, isn't it? They <laughs> start to, to take out some cards and start playing. Uh, scam. As <laughs> I don't imagine anything more interesting happens. As uh, people are retiring for the night, uh, do you? Yeah. What do you do? Do you just head back I'm to your? Stay there. Okay, you're I staying there. Alarm around the door, just in case. Which door? The door to the cell? The cell door. Okay. Put a long cell door. Oh, are you saying, like, near the brig? Yeah, I've got nowhere else to go. That's okay. adorable. You, Do you want to uh, play cards, darling? Um, I know you're not, like, in here, but we can go near a, near a wall and sit outside. 
trying to work out if there's any way I can cheat with magic. I don't think there is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minor illusion? Uh, it's not tangible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I could ask friend to tell me what the cards were. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to do that. So yes. <laughs> Love that. Wait, are we playing for real money? Uh, well, uh, all of our money was confiscated when you took uh, when you took us captive. Um, uh, but we're very happy to wager our fake money for your real money. Ah, uh, now you're right, Tanning. Thank you. Um, in that case, you will be playing for uh, ships these... biscuits. Yes, we can play for sweets. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, I will cheat. Greta kind of rolls. <laughs> <eyes. laughs> yes, very well. <laughs> This they may as well play for sweets. You God, oh, have you had any word from the uh, uh, from the escrow yet about my uh, when they will be coming to take my ransom? Not yet, but I'm sure it'll be you soon. Very well. Are you from here? You're from Austria, aren't you? Yes. Why are they taking my no, ransom here then? Because Midmere is neutral territory in the war between uh, Osiria and Sul, and you are Sulian privateers. Ah. I will appreciate that you do not want to go b deliver me back to Osiria, as that would most likely result in your ship being blown to smithereens. Hmm. Fair. So, Midmere. So, I have arranged for the money to be sent here. Well. A local escrow agent will uh, arrange to collect the money. I will owe them and pay them back. And, they, and once they have paid you, I will be transferred into their care. They will arrange uh, passage for me back to Assyria. And we shall all be, uh, how you say, hunky-dory. Right. Do we, do we say hunky-dory? I do not know. I'm not sure I've ever said hunky-dory in my life. I mean, I suppose I have now, but... Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, that, well, I believe they say that in Bright Call. I'm not sure. I'm not from around here. <laughs> no, but I. But you look such. A, oh, well, I suppose uh, nuns must travel when they're not trapped in ah, the cloisters. Yes. We nuns, we get around. Hmm. We really do. <laughs> I thought the point of a nun was getting none. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, <laughs> the um, you you settle down into your game of, game of cards. The game continues late on into the night um, until eventually Greta and uh, Arnold go. <clears throat> well, I think I have. Well, now that you have successfully uh, stolen all the sweets you gave me to Barthaviv. <laughs> I suppose I shall retire for the night. <clears throat> I will be in my hammock. Alright, good night. Retreats to a hammock and rests into it and begins and pretty quickly begins uh, slumbering away. Oh, yeah, says uh, Arnold. I suspect I should retire as well. <clears throat> well, this has at least been diverting, if nothing else. Sweet well. Settles down as well, and a number of the, the other orcs also begin to settle into the 
uh, into the... There's, there's only the one hammock. The rest of them have little bedrolls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can see that uh, one has been brought in, and there is one still left for you as well. I don't honestly think I sleep. Okay, you're going to kind of just rest, sit and rest. And this does count as a long rest for yeah, everyone. Yeah, I think it counts either way, but yeah, I don't think I'd sleep. What about you, Scamp? Are you going to head back to your... Uh... No, just going to sit there. Scamp, you can go to bed, you know, I don't mind. This is really boring. Okay. I'm going to cast Detect Magic just for funsies, because I've not really done it. <laughs> and there's nothing okay. else to do. Yeah, so, magical things that... Okay, so the uh, thin silver line of your alarm spell glows very faintly in your vision. As as does Celestia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it glows quite strongly in your vision. Uh, in a... Tr- <clears throat> in a transmutational sort of way. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, your own clothes show up as well. <laughs> uh, ooh. Give me a... I suppose this would be an investigation check. Oh, no. That's ominous. That's a one. Never mind. Don't don't see anything else that glows up. Magical. (laughs) So, the... (laughs) Yes, what are the odds that the the gem is just gaslighting you? Not very high with you, actually. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) After, um... Yeah, so it's about two o'clock in the morning that um, one of the crew comes down and a uh, human fellow uh, nods to Apple Blossom as uh, you see uh, and says, I'll be taking over your shift um, if you want to go get some sleep. Apple Blossom, what's up? Oh! My shift was up yet. Mm. Well, I finished up a bit early, so you can go up and get some rest if you like. Do we know How who this is? How long did I cast Detect Magic? This is within the ten minutes, I'm going to say. Okay. Nothing so magical is showing up. Okay. Yeah, nothing magical is showing up on this crew member that's walked in, but no. Do we know him? Roll an insight check. Okay. Oh, oh, that's good. Um, 18. So, yes. Both of you have gotten to know the crew. Even the crew that were taken on in uh, in Crosswater by now. And neither of you recognise this crewman. Are you new? Haven't met you before. Hmm? Oh, yes. I am new hire. Just got brought on. What's your name? Boris. You have a surname, Boris? Boris Petrovich. Not that it's any of your business. Just wondering. Boring in here. Hmm. Well, let's hope for a boring night. Um, do you want to go take your rest? If it's all right with you, uh, I'll stay out the rest of my watch. But uh, you're happy to sit. I'm happy to sit with you, if you like. Says Alton, just gently adjusting the position of the uh, uh, of the uh, 
carbine on his uh, knees. Good. Fair enough. All right. Boris turns around, walks towards the... Uh, the brig is, cut, is slightly isolated from the rest of the ship. There is a uh, trap door that goes down into it from the main deck, separate, and it's deliberately separated off. Uh, well, so it wouldn't be the main deck, actually. It's, it connects to the ga- to the main galley, okay. so where people eat and drink. Uh, because good prison design don't get don't make an easy uh, uh, escape route directly to the place where you can jump off the ship make them go through the place where everyone's going to be eating uh but yes there's a single door that leads into the guy he is there does the ship have like an alarm bell or something uh there's the dinner bell which is loud enough to be heard from most of the ship um is there a like a signal if something goes wrong uh, that would be the dinner bell being rang frantically. Uh, 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 frantically. Because I've got and... a minor illusion, so I can create, recreate any of the... So okay. just if there's something that is... Boris compare, steps over to the door, closes it, and bolts... Uh, uh, and Well, actually, you can't bolt a door like this from the inside. That's the kind of the opposite of what you do. Uh, and uh, But there is a lock, and you see him pull out a key from his pocket and turn it in the lock. Hold on. How do you have a key like that? I thought I—I I thought only me and the captain had copies of, uh, uh, keys like that. Yes, well, I'm afraid he did. And at that point, uh, Boris turns, pulls out a, a, a pulls a concealed gun from his pocket. Oh, yeah, would and, like to do yeah. Roll initiative. Roll initiative. Yeah. I think at this point uh, we can say. Oh shit! Yep, the fuck yeah. guys just fucked me. That's a natural one. Oh. Uh, dirty 20. Oh! Okay. Both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that makes it 20 for scan. Uh, Bugger. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, Apple Blossom didn't do too badly either. Okay, uh, just because you have a higher... He also rolled a natural 20, but you have a higher dexterity. Mine's a dirty 20, not natural. Oh, dirty 20? Uh, okay, in which case Apple Blossom goes first. Uh, so, the that being the case, uh, the Apple Blossom immediately calls out, Intruder! Intruder! Raises the, the gun, uh, uh, and uh, seeing that the thug is pulling the gun at him, raises up his carbine, and you hear a bang as, uh, uh, as it cracks from the report. Apple Blossom is all natural 20s today, man. Fucking just hell, say. yes, Apple Blossom. Oh, yeah. Good thing it <laughs> fucking survived, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Apple Blossom uh, does a... Whoo, not a... T- not, not bad, actually. Eight points of damage, uh, which is actually 15 because of uh, the doubling from, uh, uh, from Critical Hit. So 15 points of damage off the bat from Apple Blossom. Wow. Nicely done, Apple Blossom. Uh... Okay, so, and uh, just start shouting, Sound the alarm! Sound the alarm! Uh, okay, Scamp, you're up next. Uh, does, is he shouting loud enough that I think people are going to hear? I mean, he's shouting as loud as he can, so probably, yeah. Oh, I don't know whether to waste my action. Because I've been holding Take him this. down. Oh, I kind of won't get people here more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did say I was holding a. You did, yeah. Version, so I will do that. I will okay. let that go, which is the sound a very loud alarm bell. Yeah, the dinner gong just begins resounding from within the room. 
uh, loud enough to be heard across the ship. And I want to get to the... Um, well, I want to get to the, the door and try and get the key on, turn the key again. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can do both. So that'll pull so. you... No, it's kind of an action. But yeah. you can get up to the door. Which yeah. will put you right next to this uh, uh, to, the, uh, to this uh, figure. The intruder, we'll call him. Oh, Boris. He's given a Boris, name. yeah. Yeah, Boris that. works. Okay. Boris yeah. Petrovich. I, I will leave it at that. Okay. I don't think I can do anything else. <clears throat> okay, Boris goes next. Uh, so, all right. First thing he does is he draws a uh, classic halfling knife, actually. Uh, the, uh, the, the the sax, basically a short sword, uh, from his boot. Rest? You have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he opens up, just looking at the figures next to him. He sees you going for the key. Okay, he's going to stab you. Sta- uh, he stabs at you with the sax. Uh, scamp, that's a 15. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and a 14 for the second one. Also hits because I haven't cast Mage Armour. Yeah, so, okay. Total of 12 points of damage okay, as he... Shivs you twice, and then <laughs> just this flay- blast of flame uh, emerges from uh, the point where he stabs you. He's going to shout owl really loudly in Infernal. Okay. It's different. It might just be owl still. It's weird. This weird layered ah kind of owl. Uh, it's 15. Okay, well, he didn't save against that, so... <laughs> Uh, he's engulfed in the flames, uh, raises one arm to protect himself from the worst of it. Uh, 15, you said. Oh, sorry, 12 to, 12 to you, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's looking, like, you can see he now has several burn marks. Uh, and, yeah, no, well, he has a target. He point, he raises the, the gun, however, doesn't go to you. Uh, although, and although it's pointed at Apple Blossom, he actually, uh, he actually shoots past Apple Blossom with advantage because Target's unconscious uh, which is enough and you hear a oh, they also crack down, yeah true do that as a single roll sorry <laughs> no you're right Prince. no you're right yeah. Uh, yeah okay still hits uh, and you see the uh, the gunshot uh, impact uh, it basically sh- shoots Slightly off target, doesn't hit centre of mass, but shoots the recumbent form of uh, Lady Greta in the thigh, waking her instantly. Ah! As she starts screaming. Um, but And yeah, doing uh, that would be 10 points of damage. Okay, that's Celestia's go next. I'm assuming my weapons have been taken off me. Oh, yeah. Your, your, um, your rapier. I'm going to say... Yeah, I, I forgot to narrate Okay, I'm going to go, who the fuck are you? And I'm going to do a second level dissonant whispers on him. What is my spell save right now? Is there uh, a save against minus that? Minus 10 oh, from shit. your normal one. Um, so let me just check what it is normally. I think it's um, it's 15. So your spell save <laughs> is spell save 5. Is five. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Fucking hell. And yeah, it's a wisdom save. <laughs> he rolled a six. Oh, God. <laughs> so he oh. takes half damage. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> okay, um, so that would be 4d6, so let me roll that. 
Oh, it's bollocks as well. Jesus. Um, so that's four. So it's eight on four d six, which goes down to four. Oh. Um, so yeah, that was that was that was awful. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, you don't you don't wouldn't normally add your charisma modifier to the damage, would you? Um, no, no. let me check. I don't think so. Cool. No, no, I wouldn't. Okay, he blinks for a moment, and you see a, a single tear of blood escape one of his eyes. And he, he's sort of opening his mouth as if to answer, and then clamps it shut. Uh, okay, the alarm bell is ringing. Let's see how long it takes people to respond. Okay, immediately you, you do hear the sound of people, someone trying the door and then banging on it as if people are trying to... Hey, right, what's going on there? Um, yeah, it sounds like at least someone was in the galley. Okay, uh, scamp. No, Apple Blossom's up first. Uh, Apple Blossom quickly reloads the carbine, uh, calls out, You better surrender! Oh, surrender and tell us what the fuck is going on! Um, and Apple Blossom is still on form. Shoots and hits. Uh, Bloody hell. Yeah. He's, you know, MVP at the moment. <laughs> He has actually done the most damage in this book. Yeah, he's doing really well. <laughs> I'm I fucking mean, useless. if Corzin couldn't be there, at least something Corzin is indirectly yeah. responsible for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, does yeah another seven points of damage to Boris. Uh, Scamp, you're up next. Okay, uh, I'm going to try and undo the door, unlock it. Okay, uh, it is locked, locked, so give me a uh, lots picking check. Uh, yeah, give me a thief's tool check. Did he take the key out? Oh yeah, he took the key out and pocketed it. Can I see where the key is? Or where it you saw which pocket he put it into, so if you want to give me give me a side hand check uh, just for the sake of trying to grab it uh, while he, because you know, he'll probably see you grab it, but it's a question of actually getting it. I'm going to Tides of Chaos! Oh, fuck it. Oh, that's a good thing I did that. Um, that is a 22. Yeah, no, you whip the, uh, the the key right out of his pocket, and it's a simple matter. It's it's a bonus action to unlock a door if you've got a key. Uh, well, maybe not, but I'll, I'll say that picking his, po- his, his pocket was a bonus action for purposes of this. And you just slip the, uh, the key out, slam it into the door, unlock it, and fling it open. And Do you can I see there... It's an action, action to open the door like that, yeah. So I'm not going to open the door. Now my bonus action. Yeah, I'm going to say. Okay. Um. Yeah, bonus action to pick the pocket, action to unlock and open it, the door. Okay. Um. However, that has brought the uh, three other people in uh, into the thing, so I guess I actually roll initiative for them. So some crew members can get involved now. Uh, Boris is going to go next then. Uh, Boris quickly reloads the pistol. Uh, yeah, so Greta has, uh, is, is screaming. Uh, he's going to take another shot at her. Still prone. Still prone. Uh, <laughs> and this is a point. I didn't actually apply the sneak attack damage uh, from the previous time. Okay, still alive. Uh, so he's going to fire again with disadvantage. Oh well. Oh, that uh, no, that's not enough to hit. That was a natural twenty and a natural two with disadvantage from being prone. Uh, he can't get into the uh, cage right now, so 
I think his uh, he is going to fuck. What, you just do this huge fucking flare on him. Okay, he's still got the knife. One nut, uh, uh, but there's three people outside. So yeah, now he's just going to run for it. Uh, so he barges outwards and he's going to stab twice at two of the crew members. Hits. Crew member goes down, not necessarily instantly dead, but just shanks him, oh, oh, God. kicks him out of the way, stabs a. That was cocked. Another crew member, yep, that hits. Fucking hell, maximum damage. Stab, kicks out of the way, uh, and it's enough to, for him to force his way past the third one. So he's now running, he now breaks into a run through, uh, through the galley. Uh, the remaining crew member is going to try and tackle him. And he weaves out of the way. Celestia. Uh, you can see him How far still. away is he? He's probably... Well, you moved his maximum distance, so I'm going to say he's about 40 feet away from you. Okay, fuck it. Another distant whispers then. Um, okay. I'm going to go, Oi, get the fuck back here! And I'm going to do another second level distant whispers because I can't do anything else, so fuck it. Okay, let's see if he rolls less than a five. D- Doubt Does it. To- that was a five. Which oh. saves, frustratingly, because it, is, it uh, is the save, yeah. Is it? The no, same? it's not. It's not with spell it's save, it's is it? It's minus five. No, it is with spell save, but it's 15 minus five is 10. Five, 10 minus five is, no, it is. Five no is just what you needed. So it's half damage. Um, oh, it's still shit as well. Um, so better than last time, though. Nine. Does he have to see your face in order to have the uh, horrible visage thing? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. So it's um, okay. 13... Which goes down to six? Yeah, six. Yeah, six. Okay, takes six points of damage. Again, you see just drops of blood lick out of his ears. Uh, this guy's pretty tough, actually. Um, but you can see he's clearly visibly shaken by the uh, by the call after him. Still keeps running, though. Uh, okay. Apple Blossom. Yeah, that's, that's just enough. Okay, Apple Blossom doesn't kill him. Uh, it does do another six points of damage though, as he shoots him in, in the uh, in the shoulder as he goes. Ah! Boris keeps running, but is now visibly flagging, just leaking blood out of the wound. Can someone stop him? Calls Apple Blossom. Uh, Scamp. Uh, how far away is he? Thirty feet from you. Okay. Um, and how many people are down because of him? Uh, two. I'm gonna say. Uh, I will quicken a. Uh, yeah, I will quicken Phantasmal Force and put him in a cage. Okay. In cage. Intelligence saving throw. <laughs> he seems suddenly stops as if uh, being surrounded by some sort of <laughs> flaming affair. So that's my bonus action. Okay. And I'm going to use my action to use my eel statue. Yeah. Uh, down. Aww. You kneel down quickly, sort of <laughs> phonetically uttering off the. Uh, that's disturbing. <laughs> the Saragin prayer. Um, you see the eel statue glows with a with a um, uh, with a golden light at the tip, which spreads along the whole of the length of it until it hits the head, uh, str- and then. The light surges into the crew member. So that's ten. Who is healed? Basically healed to fall, yeah. Bloody <laughs> hell! Um, yeah, tell me about it. Let me roll to see whether Boris has ever encountered anything like this before. Boris has not. I'm 
so frustrated I can't be here right now. Which means he's going to be wasting his action. So roll, 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 the, roll the damage uh, for you, Scab. Four. Okay, not enough to drop him. Uh, yeah, Boris. I mean, I'll roll it just to see. Okay, Boris would have escaped that uh, the flaming cage by sliding through the edges, but to his perspective, the cage door, uh, the cage bars seem to suddenly ram shut when he tries to get through. That's enough for him to realize something is wrong on his next round. Uh, I'm trying to be careful with how I rule phantasmal force because it, a phantasmal force cage should not be an insurmountable barrier forever. Like, I'm kind of ruling that if they... Although the spell says they rationalise anything that goes wrong, Phantasmal Force is not hold person. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be able to keep someone there forever. The rule is... They're not stationary. No, they're not stationary, but the thing is, like, if you've made a cage around them, I'm kind of ruling that if... The, I will make an escape attempt for them. If they could have escaped, and, they, and the spell means that they don't, that's enough for them to start to realise something is wrong... And then on the next yeah. round, they can make an investigation check because you're essentially robbing them of two actions. Yeah. It's yeah. it is a it is a very powerful spell. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a little too powerful. Uh, it will also also I'm going to rule that any character who's had a phantasmal force cost on them before, and I will just roll to see if they have, will think to try the investigation tactic. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah, just because that's fair. that stops that from being a game-breakingly powerful no, spell. No, fair, yeah, yeah. Magic exists; it is a known quantity in the world. Yeah. Illusionists fuck about with people, yeah. not often, but it can happen. So that being the case, it's Boris's turn. He's just had his turn. It's the crew's turn. The crew member who is not, uh, <laughs> who is not under this illusion, is going to try and tackle Boris to the ground. Boris. Presses himself almost against the flaming cage and sees the cage popped for this crew member to slide past him and then close again after him. Yeah. Uh, Celestia. You see that Boris oh, has been shit. unable to escape. Has seemed, seemed locked in place and you recognise the look of someone that's been hit by uh, whatever it is Scamp is, does. It's 8 plus proficiency plus modifier, isn't it? Yes. And our proficiency is 3 now. Yes. Oh. So her save should be 6. Oh, yeah, it should be six. Well, we've done it All right, now. We've done so. it now, but we'll, but but we'll build it in mind. I thought I'd bring it up. It no, it you. totally no, is. You're very no, much you're right. You're quite right. Which means that you're, yeah, you're, you're supposed to be 16 now. Not, yeah, not it is. 15. I very much um, did that wrong. Right. Uh, um, because I bet you so, for future. Well, good to know for future. Yeah. Um, yeah I think I updated it. You know what it is? I have two character sheets. I have one for when you guys are around that doesn't have spoilers on it, and I have the spoilers one. The spoilers one I hadn't updated my spell save. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, ah, right. But yeah. Um, I mean, I, I can't think of anything else to do. I don't have any weapons. So I'm just gonna fucking bash on the bars and do another dissonant whispers okay um again level two because <laughs> fuck it i have a question celestia how vengeful how vindictive are you feeling um i don't want him dead but i would like him very unconscious okay yeah um I, like i don't want to kill him because i want to know why he's here um okay so five Nine, ten, so ten, half to five. Okay, he pulls himself through what he he sees as the, the as the flaming bars, which no one else can see. Grabs the wall with both hands and rams his head against it once, twice, three times, breaking his nose in the process, and then boom, passing out on the floor. 
The remaining crew members immediately rush up. Uh, one starts calling for Corzin's uh, apprentice <laughs> to come and assist uh, the crew member. Who Just so that I know, who is that? That is a very good question. There's a reason I said Corzin's apprentice, because I don't think I wrote it down. Because uh, <laughs> uh, would know. Yeah, okay. So your apprentice is... Uh, is one Alice Wheelhill. Uh, okay. She is also a uh, she's also a halfling. She is your okay. assistant. Alice Wheelhill. Yes. That classic uh, that classic halfling name Wheelhill. Okay. <laughs> Pick her down. Put it in front of Hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's uh, Mo- Molly's uh, uh, maiden name was Mill Hill, so all the hills. <laughs> uh, so the uh, other members of the crew, uh, yeah. So Alice is called down, uh, and she is rushing. Uh, Can I try and stabilize the crew member while this is happening? Yeah, that might be a good idea because yeah. I don't know if Alice is within three rounds of arrival. <laughs> That's an eight. Uh, that's a no on the first round. On the first round, he's continuing to bleed out. Um, does he look like he's close to death? Uh, he does, but um, like whether as a result of your mucking around or just pure good luck, natural twenty. Uh, he see you managed to the the it seemed looking at over. It looks like it's actually managed to miss any major arteries, and it's more the shock that has knocked him out. Um. Can I crack my hand on the bars and do him a healing word? Yeah. It um, will literally be one point because everything is minus. But it's enough. Yeah. And you see the, the, the bleeding slow down and the worst blood vessels seal up. Although there's a lot still damage to the flesh. And, <gasps> and then make sure that the prisoner doesn't bleed out. Uh, yes. Uh, checking up uh, over the prisoner. Give me, um, give me a medicine check. I might just have killed him. <laughs> what did you get? <laughs> okay, well, he was stable because uh, um, Celestia was using non-lethal damage, but now I've yeah. started the bleed count. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Ow, balls. Do you want to give me another medicine check? Yeah, it's the doctor here, yes. Let's find out. How many rounds does it take for the doctor to arrive? Okay, the doctor is rushing in in the next round, but you've still got to make a medicine check. Okay. That's Try and keep him stable. If he looks uh, like he's about well, to die, I will do a healing word. Okay, no, no. Uh, you're able with with you're able to keep him stable until Alice arrives. Okay, guys, I've saved his life. <laughs> she gives you a dirty look before you know, stitching up the injury you just caused. You just, like while checking him over, you managed to push his muscles apart in such ways to open up a blood vessel. Oh no. <laughs> um, but I'm she. So sorry. Renders him some immediate first aid and stabilizes him enough that he will at least be stable enough for interrogation. <sighs> Apple Blossom is just sort of standing over him with the carbine. Well, that's not how I expected my note to go. Nope. <laughs> um, do do we know him at all? Yeah, Anyone know this Morris. fellow? He said his other, name was Boris Petrovich. The other crew shake their heads and 
pretty quickly from the sound of the alarm bell you see Vig run into the room what is going on here what the what's that what the fuck is that he said his name was Boris Petrovich bullshit Greta, do you know him Greta is like <laughs> uh, currently holding onto her wounded two <laughs> her wounded leg <laughs> no I do not know that fucking man oh shit <sighs> Yes, uh, uh, yes, yes, let me through, let me through. And Alice uh, sort of enters the uh, brig. Uh, the crew members kind of take, you know, taking musket. Uh, Alton kind of lowers his carbine at the crew, at the prisoners, making sure they don't just to ward off any escape plans as she moves in. Yes, it. Uh, all right, all right, let me see what they can do. And starts us tending to the injury. <sighs> Could use some of Corazon's fucking magic at this point, but that's all right. We should, I should be able to handle this myself. <laughs> Stupid man getting married. <laughs> <laughs> she wakes to sew up the uh, ruptured vein and start uh, apply, applying what uh, aid she can to this bullet wound. <clears throat> Have. Uh, <coughs> 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 Water. And she pours uh, some water. Ah, there we go. <laughs> what? Have have you got any opium? No, I suddenly I feel I can't spare it for any prisoners. Fuck you. Do I still have some? Uh, yes. I've got some if you want it. Yes, some would be lovely. Thank you. Do I give her a pipe? Does that yeah, still work? Yeah, 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 I give her a pipe. pipe and she starts there you go. <gasps> so, so to speak, looking into the uh, uh, to Greta, you say you have never seen this man in your life. No, but I would say that it is most likely some madman who has come in. Bullshit. Why would someone come in and try to kill you? Make an insight. Can check. I do that as well? Yeah. Is that allowed? Oh, I've got a new shiny dice. <laughs> ah, fuck. Oh, natural one. Natural Eight. one. Pretty. She seems like she seems pretty hard to read, by and large. Well, seems interesting that he would have gone and shot you directly. Yeah, he definitely went straight for her. I mean. And he stabbed me right here first, but then yeah. yeah, but like right here, look at that. He went for you because you were in the way. He went for her because he'd seen her, you know? I'm just poking the wound. Do you need any it healing? Oh, I'm good. Okay. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna just <laughs> bang my elbow on the side of the cage and do scamper healing words. You get one, but the sentiment's there, so yeah. you know. <laughs> um a short a, a few moments later you see hastily pulled on boots. And coat, uh, looking slightly, uh, uh, looking slightly out of sorts. Captain Brandy uh, emerges down to the break. What the hell's going on? Oh, you told me about this earlier, Vega. Looks a little Hello. askance at you, Celestia. What's this business? And we got some sort of intruder going on. Then seems to be the case. The uh, Fellow there broke in. Seems to try uh, to kill Lady Greta there. 
Fucking hell. Maybe someone wasn't as willing to pay your ransom as I was thinking then. At this point, I'm half inclined to say just toss her overboard. Ah, shit. Looks at out and says... Uh, and at this point, uh, the older orc, who is... Obviously, all the orcs are awake now after the gunshots. Uh, so Dead! There's no need for such things. Um, please, if you give, give us a little time for the... Uh, for, for the opium to set in, get the worst of the pain off, I will explain everything. Mm. I don't like this. Too many strange things happening. When's Orace getting back? I'd like to have all the I'd like to have all the officers at hand if I'm going to be dealing with this. Gozen's on his honeymoon, darling. Well, what time is it? Mm. It seems to be about, I would say, from the la last watch, not about an hour and a half until dawn. Hmm. Well, much as I hate to disturb a man on his honeymoon, send a runner. We're going to discuss what, whether it's even worth keep it sticking around for this uh, for this ransom with all this business. We'd like to have my crew around me. Alright. Salts! Someone got salt and send her after uh, Corazon, would you? Yes, sir. Dawn's when we're sorting, sorting this whole business out with you as well, isn't it? Yep. Mm. There'll be some people from the church here and I don't know, maybe the watch as well. Oh, bleeding wonderful. Not well, many, from what I know, but... I really need to not be arrested, so... Yes, well, I think maybe we don't want to be having that conversation with uh, all of this around. He gestures at the blood. Sorry, I thought you'd been told. No, I've, I've had Vig's report already. Fucking hell, Regents. Damn it. All right. Let's get you up to my quarters, at least. We can meet everybody there. Who did uh, he say that to? To you, Celestia. Okay. Give her an escort out, and it'll be an armed escort. If That's fine. You, Hands up, looking non-threatening. Get through all of this, and you're escorted out. And you as well, Scamp, are brought up to uh, Brandy's quarters as everyone else begins dealing with the situation down below. And we will pick up with what happens there after the break. Oh dear. Oh. oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Shit. And now a word from our friends over at Chaotic Adequate. People often ask what makes Chaotic Adequate different from the other live play RPG podcasts available on the fabulous internet. Well, other podcasts are heartbreakingly without actual scholar of horror Amanda DeJoy. We're not prisoners. We're your. You're all prisoners. <laughs> I want to speak to the top priest. I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> they sorely lack comedian and actor Angus Dunnikin. She's uh, me, by the way. I say to this dragon, "Hello, are you the homeowner?" <laughs> the dragon looks almost offended that you would imply that he was renting. And uh, other podcasts are tragically bereft of the scientist, comedian, and semi-professional troll Steve Cross. Oh, I love. <laughs> 
Chagrin Battlefounder, come to rescue you. Do you want to roll for potential seduction? Crucially, though, most D&D podcasts have a writer, creator, and dungeon master who's actually played the game before. We, conversely, have Gregory Aikman. There's about 18 different possible quest lines you could have taken. <laughs> you invented a new one. New episodes each week, new characters to meet, slash accidentally murder, and always new things to get a bit wrong. Join us in the world of chaotic adequate. It's... It's very silly. Rate, comment, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs. Quickly, your time is running out. There is not much time left, and we all have to do this. It's the only way we can save ourselves from the impending doom that awaits us. Rate, comment, and subscribe to Flintlocks and Fireballs! And welcome back. Corzin. Yes. You've had a very long night. And you've, I'm sure I did. And you have just managed to doze off to sleep. Corzin. <laughs> Corzin, I'm sorry. Captain right, Major. I roll out of bed. Um, While you sort of vaguely swats in your direction. What's going on? Uh, apparently, I... I uh, can't get a moment's sleep. Right, uh, he pulls on his britches kind of loosely and um, walks bare-chested across the uh, the room, rubbing sleep out of his eyes, and um, opens the door. You can see Seaman Saltz is there. I was very sorry uh, to disturb you on your wedding night, uh, cousin. There's a situation on the ship with the prisoners in the brig. Captain's called all the officers in. Needy now, I'm afraid. Oh, you are fucking joshing me. Wish I was. Alright, give me five minutes, alright? Sure thing. Molly, kind of vaguely halfway, because kind of. I, I don't even turn around and look at her at, uh, for the moment. Mm. I just sort of stand with my uh, hand on the now closed mm. door. I'm assuming. Life of the ship surgeon, hmm? <laughs> <sighs> the regent give us and the regent take it a fucking way. And I um uh stomp back over to the uh to where my clothes are strewn and start angrily putting on my uh, <laughs> boots. And uh um, oh, you better come as the ship's about to sail off, you better come back here at least before you go or I'll hurry down across the seas and skim your life. I am not leaving until whatever is going on is uh, is sorted out and until you have had a proper honeymoon. <sighs> well come and give me a kiss. She I do so clumsily kisses deeply. you, yeah, and then sort of falls back to sleep. Molly's not good in the mornings. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, Molly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Molly works nights a lot. <laughs> I think we all feel. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, we're all fucking actors. Of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we're night people. <laughs> yes. So okay, causing. Uh, once suited and booted, uh, comes out, um, finds the uh, uh, the people waiting for him. Yeah, you and see. Uh, asks them, "All right, so 
what actually has happened. We'll walk and talk, and uh, salts won't. Yeah, we will. So, far as I can tell, some, for want of a better word, assassin broke into the uh, into the brig, nearly killed Apple Blossom. Although, got to say that Arthling's a dab hand with a uh, with a carbine. Uh, also favoured by the saints, it would seem. What yeah. The hell? He was able to take him down with uh, uh, Scamp and, I guess, Celestia. I hope. Looked, I mean, sound it looked like. It was, it's Celestia, all right, now. Right, well, in any case, it looks like they broke in to try and shoot that orcish lady. What? The one we're holding for ransom. Uh, so apparently she's not as valuable as they thought she was. Mm. Or at least she's valuable enough to want dead. Right, yeah, so you can see why the captain wants the officers on hand before making that decision. You look up and you see the... night of all bloody nights. All right, now let's... Um, Sorry, mate. Let's get back there as as quickly as possible yeah. and hopefully we can uh, see what needs to be done. You make your way quickly through the streets uh, and there's the dim blue of pre-dawn light up above. Uh, not long until dawn now. And by the time you make it back, you can see... There, the captain's quarters are a little crowded. Uh, Vig is the is vegan brandy brandy in there. All of the uh, officers, including Scamp, Vig has a musket <laughs> come <laughs> in his hand, uh, and is not pointing it at Celestia, but is there. And there are a couple of figures who have actually arrived moments before you. Uh, one of whom you, uh, uh, two of whom you kind of, well, three, all three of whom you've seen. Mifanwi you know, uh, but you also recognise Sister Boronova, uh, the local priestess, uh, and the figure of the local uh, Grafina, the Baroness, uh, uh, oh, wow. who, who has arrived with a couple Shit. of uh, soldiers. It seems that uh, as witnesses from the local law go, yeah, Mifanwi has certainly... Pulled, Pull a uh, few strings. pulled a few strings. Uh, Grafina Ivanova goes, Hello. <clears throat> How long until dawn now? Vig peers out the window. I would say just a few minutes until the first light. Uh, and you see Celestia has been sat in a chair in a position where when dawn does come it should shine through the through the windows yeah. I'm just sat very quietly with my arms folded right so I've been hearing that there's been some sort of assassin uh, got on board uh, as uh, as you start to say this you see Brandy shoots you a look okay. about, half, uh, about halfway through what you're saying so I change tack at, um, at top speed and say so I've heard that there's some people been sat on their arses here doing bugger all. Oh, aye, something, <clears throat> oh, something like that. We'll get into the details after our guests have seen what they need to see, and myself. Right, you are. So, I understand that we should see this happen at dawn, then. Supposedly, Sister, Sister Tumblebrook. Yes, if all things are equal. Just a few moments now, and as you look out, you can just see the first glimmers on the horizon, and a... Do we maybe have to be outside for... Ah, oh, no, it shouldn't make any difference. And there's just a... Pe 
moment where you just see the first glimmers of dawn light as the sun begins to rise and a it's you imagine that it would be like a beam of golden light but it's more like a thin weak winter sun sort of pale white ray that begins to climb uh, uh, to suffuse through the window and as it does so all of you watch as celestia's features seem to begin to grow glistening and oily and she it's like she's sweating but as it continues to drip her features are actually peeling off and dripping into almost like a pool of wax around her celestia you feel your muscles relax and loosen your form shifts as you unhunch you feel as the seaweed hair peels away and your own bouffant white hair pops back out uh, and the wretched sort of nose uh, and features of Olga drip away. Your eye, You rub your eyes and um, yellowish ooze uh, emerges and seeps down in your own uh, silvery eyes are behind. Silvery, is that right? Um, really, or, really, really light really, blue. Oh yeah, really light blue. Sorry, yeah. and really light blue. To the blue point eyes, where they almost look white. Um, are, are showing behind, and as you look down, to your great relief, you're almost like dye leaching out of them. The rags on, upon you begin to transform, are revealed to be your own. Yeah, I'm assuming by clothes. this point I've been clever enough to take off the nun's habit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think I would to yeah, show them me changing. Yeah, and. Um, there is, yeah, as the pool... Does it hurt? Just, it doesn't hurt, actually. It's just strange. It's like you've been covered in mud and it's all being peeled off. Mm. But there is a sort of relief of adopting your own form again. Oh, thank Feeling more yourself. Fuck for that. And, yeah, Celestia, your voice has returned. <sighs> Oh, you look hideous now. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Oh, that was a long 24 hours. Well, that was not exactly what I was expecting. But that is what you said would happen, Sister Sister Tumblebrook. That it is. So, I feel that... uh, Are you willing to accept, then, that... uh, If this lady has been transformed into this fashion for uh, for the whole day... It's likely then that someone else would, as I have suggested, taken her form and uh, stood in her place, causing the chaos therein. Mm. I can answer any questions you want. Maybe. I can vouch for where she has been during the time she was supposed to have committed. Yeah, these crimes. two are with me. She kind of looks at you slightly dismissively. Um, uh, cause and it seems like she doesn't necessarily have a lot of time for halflings, but she oh. does. Uh, but she glances over to uh, Sister Boranova, who begrudgingly looks uh, looks over at Mif- looks down at Mifanwi and nods. It seems likely, yes. Good. Then that being the case, uh, Celestia Stardust, so my guards have been reporting to yep, you all day. that's me. Nice to meet you. Well, I will consider your crimes such as they might have been in abeyance on, in light of this evidence. I would not advise you to walk openly about town. Yep. 
the sooner you can leave my barony, the happier I will be, and the happier you will be, but I will not press any legal prosecutions upon you. Thank you. Good. Well then, sisters, she nods to the two clerics, I will allow you to return to your beds, and I will do the same. Good morning. She turns and with her soldiers and the two priests march out. Uh, Mifanry gives you, the three of you, a smile and a low bow. Thank you. I am glad I can help. I am glad I can help. And uh, she marches, she moves out with the rest of them. As, as soon as he's fairly certain. closes behind. Yeah. As soon as Coulson's fairly certain that uh, they're out of earshot, uh, he just marches to himself. Stuck up cow. Yeah, she looked like a bitch. Um, Captain. Well, I'm not um, going to lie, I'm quite happy that actually is you under there, because Vig was under orders to shoot you if anything else come out. Yeah, um, are we alright? Let's have words about that later. I'm not entirely comfortable with all of this strangeness happening, but it, as it happens, there's some other strangeness that we need to deal all with. Alright, we'll chat later. Cool. Since you're here, you might as well hear about it. Right, I've gathered you all to here today. Sorry, and congratulations, Corazon. Sorry I couldn't be at the reception. Sorry to drag you out of bed. Duty calls, so it would seem, for both of us. Hmm. Well, it seems uh, an assassin has come down and uh, been causing trouble with us. Now, Vig, uh, uh, you've got Apple Blossom up here with... Uh, the uh, old orc and the and the lady. We have a few words for them, and um, a few moments later, the you know, Vigo's calls and Apple Blossom and a couple of other uh, crew member armed crew members return with uh, the old orc uh, and Lady Greta in tow. Uh, both of whom are Lady Greta's injuries have been. Uh, tendered competently by Alice, you're pleased to note. She, you know, she seems to be doing her job in your absence. Um, and the... Uh, and Brandy says, So, you said you'd have an explanation. I'm waiting to hear why we shouldn't just throw the pair of you overboard. Thank you, says the old orc. Then, as you know, my name is Arnold von Schmidt, but... My rank is Marine Captain Arnold von Schmidt, in service to her ladyship. Ah, Captain, we should, we should be more cautious. I think at this point the cart is out of the bag. Her ladyship is... She and uh, Greta raises a hand and she uh, is sort of leaning against the side of the... Uh, she, she is... Uh, taken this, uh, she has taken up a small stool because she has been shot in the leg. And uh -huh. says, I will speak for myself. Up until now, it has been necessary for me to maintain a certain fiction because I believed it would serve to better preserve my life. My name is Greta von Orkstein, 14th in line to the throne of, of uh, Orsiria and heiress of the Duchy of Altmark. I was on the grand tour, enjoying some time with uh, friends in uh, 
bright holes, seeing a bit of the world. Then the ship I had commissioned while travelling incognito was boarded by your by yourselves. <laughs> Still, as you, I was uh, arranging the ransom in question, but it seems that the escrows we thought we could trust here were not so trustworthy as they appeared. And the most likely, it was my cousin Bertrand who has sent this assassin. He is next in line to the duchy after me and well my uh, my aunt is growing older with time not uh, Bertrand's mother also his aunt and I suppose he was uh, considering a bit of uh, promotion by getting rid of me well out of this sight of uh, witnesses that would seem the most likely Reason someone would send an assassin after me. So we've got embroiled in a family feud, is what you're saying. <clears throat> so, your royalty. Yeah. Shit. And I did not expect, and I did not ask you to kidnap me. But since we are here, yes, that is the situation. That's a good so thing we didn't like kill you then. Whoops. I mean, whoops, that we kidnapped him. <laughs> whoops. Well, Sorry, I'm shutting up. Nope. Like, we've got ourselves a... Um, he can't see with a sidelong glance, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> like, we've got ourselves a, uh, a choice to be making here. Either we uh, throw you over the side and leave you to Bertrand's men, because I very much doubt that if this one uh, comes back empty-handed that he'll be the last. Or, we put another couple of zeros on the end of the ransom demand. <sighs> she glances over to Captain, uh, uh, to Cap uh, Captain Arnold. The, a couple of zeros would be <laughs> impossible for us to master, but we are prepared, after discussing this, to pay an appropriate ransom of 20,000 gold marks. You can see Vig's eyes certainly open at that, as do a couple of the other officers. How do we know you have it? <laughs> My You're dear, kind of strapped at the moment. Lady Greta smirks. My dear, I am the heir to an entire duchy. I have the, the resources, or would have the resources, if I was able to access them easily, of a, of a twelfth of Osiris' holdings. Or at least those parts of it I would command. 20,000 eyes is what I could lay my hands on in short notice. But more importantly, it is what a friend of mine will be able to lay their hands on immediately, which I will be able to pay them back. There is at least one member of my family I can trust. She is a uh, baronet, uh, well, a grafina, over here in Miedmir, uh, by the name of Emmeline Stavrovich. She is a third cousin of mine. She would be able to pay up the 20,000 to you in cash. 
especially if we could arrange a sending through an impartial mage we might be able to hire or perhaps your ship's mage she nods down to uh, Scamp might be able to manage something of that effect if they are yes that is a thing I can do <laughs> she would be willing to pay that, that ransom in my stead and of course I will pay her back she is, her estates are in Milchetsko uh, Corzin, I'd say, would be the most likely to know this, although maybe Celestia, because mm-hmm. you've studied maps to the surface, you can give me a history check, because that is okay. geography. Oh, shit. Um, can I use my navigation tools? Yeah, I'll let you give yourself your proficiency points for this. Okay. That would be uh, 21. Okay. It's on the... It is in Meadmere. It's in Eastern Meadmere. Okay. Uh, so on the other side of, not of the whole continent, but as it were, on the other side of this end of the continent. Doing some quick maths in your head, you would say it's about a 1400 mile journey. Would take the regret nine days, ten with uh, ten if weather isn't great. Is it the way we want to go? It would take you closer to Seoul. Okay. Um, but it would, yeah, it's essentially you would need to go around the largely unsettled, wild northern edge of Meadmere, you know, past the great, Me- uh, the, the, the northern coast is all just great Meadmere-ish forest, uh, and then all the way around, uh, it would bring you close to, but not into, Orsirian waters. Uh, you'd know that Milchetsko is not far from the border between uh, or Syrian controlled half land and uh, Midmere. Mm-hmm. And it would actually, you can see that, yeah, that would actually be from the Duchess, sorry, the Duchess heiress's perspective, that would certainly uh, be an ideal location for her to get dropped off. Still in neutral territory, but close enough that she would be able to safely be repatriated. At this point, um, one of the other crew uh, pipes up, uh, cap- uh, and the, the bosun, uh, quartermaster and quartermaster Hedwig Solder. I don't like it. That's a big prize, but there's also a lot of risk. He's sent. He's already sent one assassin after you. He knows you made port here, probably from the contacts with the escrow. Seems they were willing to sell out your information. I don't like the feeling of uh, having someone like that on our ship. V speaks up. True, but the reward. The war with Osiria is coming to its close, Captain. You've been reading the newspapers as much as I. We haven't got that. I would not be surprised if it is over within a month or two. When that happens... Our letter of mark is not worth that much. 20,000 for my part, and I would not be, I would be willing to, if the rest of the officers were willing to go with me on this, we don't have to tell the rest of the crew about this. We say it was 3,000, we split that that message up, that amount up normally. You take half the remainder, we take half the remainder. You retire. I know you've been wanting to for a long time, Marlin. 
You could find, you could get that um, seaside place in the country you've been looking for. You hand over control of the ship to me. As many of the of the officers want to stay, can stay on board. Others, well, they'll have a large paycheck if they want to leave. We'd all be very set. Brandy seems lost in thought and looks to the three of you for your Captain, thoughts. Captain, I have a question, if you don't mind. Go on. This is a very big claim, 20,000 gold. How do we know she's not just trying to get us to drop her off somewhere? She could be some nutty assassin that's part of a gang. I, I mean, shouldn't. I'm royalty is a pretty big thing. I mean, I can look in her head if you like. That's the thing you can do. Yeah. All right. Our lovely assistant here uh, and crewman is going to be looking into your head. I urge you not to resist any intrusions she makes if you know what's good for you. Yes, very well. That is fine. Okay. She back I sit on a chair school. opposite her. Hand to the temple, X-Men style, cause in you mm-hmm. will see... Um, a purple thread go from my temple to her temple. Okay. Yeah, I think. Then? Then is she getting on with this? I think I'll immediately just probe. Okay. Uh, she does get a save, but like I don't know how you want to play it. You, hear, you feel her willingly... The moment she feels the impact of your mind, willingly drop her defences. Mm. Uh, it is the easiest mind reading you've done of the ones that you've done thus far, which have included... Uh, one failure, one success on just something horrifying that was not apparent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not apparent, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just check all the limit uh, limitations of the spell. So yeah, I mean, I've got a spell card, but we'll say more on yeah. the... So, detect yeah. thoughts, because I'm pretty... I've got to go... Yeah, so... Uh, you can shift your attention, so you, pre- you get uh, an insight into its reasoning, its emotional state, something that looms large in its mind. Okay. Um, pulling through it, you get a sense of, yeah, pride, but also in terms of the uh, uh, sort of slightly wounded but fierce pride, uh, a refusal to let her cousin win, uh, a degree of trepidation at the situation, fear that you might well just throw her overboard and leave her here to Bertrand's thugs, uh, but... But you can get an insight into a reasoning, and yes, from what you can tell, you don't. You're not able to just plumb into memories at will. Mm. But you get the sensation that yes, she is. She very much, at least, very much believes she is the Duchess heir to Allmark. It's Allmark, not Altmark. Okay. Nothing else interesting. Uh, no. She definitely seems to believe she can pay the money. Okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, I, and she also seems to believe that it is a worth a worthy price for her rank. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna break the thread with a little click of my fingers. Well, she definitely believes that she's a duchess and um, she can pay the money. So unless she's a nutter, she's telling the truth. Hmm. So. Assuming she is telling the truth, then. I'm going to hear a bit more from my officers before we make my decision on this, then. Uh, and looking at the two, the salt is here. She, she is actually head gunner. She goes, 
With all respect, I think uh, I think I'm going to side with Vig on this one. The money would be very nice. Wheels, for her part, shakes her head. Well, I think I've got to go with uh, got to go with Hedwig on this. I'm not sure it's worth the risk. Hmm. Pretty split all around them. Well then, ship's mage, ship surgeon, and do I shanty man? Let's say for the moment, because <laughs> you're certain you might not be an officer, but and I'm not sure what's up with you. You seem to get into a lot of trouble, but right now, trouble tends to find her more often than not. Let's say I consider your opinion worth hearing. Okay. We'll work from there. I mean, genuinely, logically, does this take us towards Leah? Because, like, out of character, because that is what uh, from I would be the, thinking the about. The route that was described for getting to Seoul does follow that route, going around the Meadmirish headland and then back down. You so know, it makes sense. To get sense. to Seoul, you would have to go via Orsiria, and it would take you in that direction. I mean, yeah, fuck it, I'm happy to. It's the way I want to go. Hmm. How about the two of you? If we leave her here, she'll die. I kind of feel like we're responsible for her being here in the first place. I say we take her where she needs to go. God, you're a better person than me. <laughs> mm. Fucking hell. I'm probably a better person than me, but I'll grant you that is a that is an aspect. Corson? Her death here isn't going to do any good. Not to her, not to us. Also, not to put too fine a point on it, but regardless of what your plans are uh, for the future, Captain, 20,000 gold would buy two ships this size. Hmm. It is a lot of gold. That would. Well, split... Uh, one, two... Three, four, five, six. Yeah. 17 divided by 2. Yeah. Like, you thinking about it, it would be around about a bit over a grand, a grand and a bit each, certainly. If 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 uh, the captain did take half of the 17 grand, that wouldn't be shared out and about. Bloody hell. As a, as a sort of golden parachute. The girl extend to you, cousin. Well, I have been considering. There will be a uh, space for promotion if I take control of the ship. What were you thinking? How about we can always talk uh, later, once things have settled down a bit. He gives you a wink. Hmm. I don't like that it makes us a target. But as soon as we leave here, they're going to have to find us on the high seas. That's true. I mean, Ryan she's getting been too pretty, old for this ship. She's been pretty quiet about it. Hmm. That bloke only knew because somebody was paying the ransom. Not to say anyone else does. Well, someone... I mean, someone must. Someone but, but said no one where we're going, necessarily. 
Mm. I turned to her for a moment and say, So was your plan originally just to wait here until somebody paid you off? No. I had what I thought was a trustworthy contact here that uh, would arrange to pay the money. I would then arrange for the money to be paid to them and then see safe passage back to Syria. Your contact wouldn't happen to go by the name of Merrick Tenpenny, would he? The, uh, she looks to, uh, to, uh, uh, <laughs> to Captain Arnold. I don't know about that. Uh, I was told to put myself into the... Uh, in, uh, I was told to make contact with uh, some sort of bookmaker. Ah, yep. A word to the wise, then. If ever anyone else recommends the bookmaker to you, just remember that they have a price for everything, including, especially including, information. Just by uh, being in contact with him, you didn't guarantee that he wasn't going to uh, divulge what he knew to anyone else for the right price. And obviously, your cousin paid the right price. Obviously, his word isn't as watertight as he thinks it is as well. Yeah, well, I think that's all quite apparent now. Still, Captain Brandy, 20,000 marks, gold marks upon... My delivery to my cousin, uh, Grafina Stavrovich. That is my offer. And uh, I do hope you take it because I don't particularly want to be left here to die. Ah, saints, damn it. Well, you're going back into the brig. That's the good news for you. As for the rest of us, suppose we shall be plotting a course around the headland of Meadbeer. Bagger it all. suppose uh, one last one last big prize before our retirement, eh? Huh. Yeah, it might be a bloody good retirement if it goes well. Mm. Captain, with your permission, I would like to uh, I would like permission to disembark. Uh, of course. We'll, uh, We'll be looking to set sail for you. Call it tomorrow morning. Because I want to get this. I'm sorry, I don't. I want the less time I have that bleeding duchess aboard my ship, the less time anyone has to try and burn it into the water. Might it be an idea to pull you, uh, pull yourself out of uh, port, but then anchor just off the coast? Anyone who uh, wants to get to you is going to have to row out to you then. Hmm. You'll do be that. Happy to uh, to uh, to do that if it means we've got an, a little bit of extra time. I'm going to do that anyway, but we'll send a longboat for you. But I can't promise more than a fu- than a full day. I'd leave now, but I don't, but I don't want to pull you out the day after your wedding. I appreciate that, sir. And you will have my undying thanks. Good. Go spend your, some time with your wife. And, um, yes, sir. Good give her my congratulations. <laughs> and indeed. 
Um, I'd like to have a chat with Brandy Quinn. Yeah. He, dis- he starts to dismiss the officers, but notices that uh, you are staying. Scamp, are you staying as well? Uh, I'm going to go back down to the cell, and once they're locked in again, reset the alarm spell. Okay, you do so. Celestia, and actually he says, all right, Celestia. Um, I mean, two things. One, I didn't want to say it in front of them, just in case it wasn't something you wanted to offer, but I can do a sending for you if you need one. Um... And two, that would be mightily appreciated. And two, are we all right? Let's just say that after this voyage, you won't be aboard my ship anymore. But in fairness, that's because after this voyage, it's not going to be my ship. Okay. All right. But for now, I can stay? For now, you can stay. Thanks. I don't know whether you're good luck or bad luck or just luck. I honestly couldn't tell you. <sighs> it's been a ridiculous couple of weeks. Hmm. But you've also... Seems that... Problems seem to follow you around wherever you go. And my gut's saying I should just dump you overboard now. But the thing is, you also seem to be pretty good at solving problems. I mean, I would obviously prefer it if you didn't dump the overboard, and also then who's going to do your sending spell? So, case hmm. in Scamp point. can't do it. Throwing that out there. <laughs> That's a bit of a shame, but fair enough. That means you've only got one person aboard who can do a sending spell. Hmm. <sighs> I, I can do it twice a day if you don't need one. Too old for this shit. Some of us don't get to don't get lovely elven aging. We don't show our years. Mm. He roughly picks up a bottle of rum, pulls the cork out of his teeth, spits into his hand, takes a swig of it, and then thrusts you the bottle. Thanks. I take a swig. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, it's not too personal. Well, it's a bit of a personal question, but that's fine. Don't really mind. You see. It's first flurries now, right? Well then, yeah. as of last full bows, 58. Huh. Causing's older than you. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> <sighs> He's older than me, but he doesn't show it. Really? Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. He seems like he's been around. <laughs> can say that. Can say that. But yeah, um, thank you for keeping me on. Any favors you need? I don't worry. Really ask for them when they need when they when I need them. To start with, you can send a sending off to uh, this Emmeline Stavrovich. Mm-hmm. Indicating our terms. Wait for a reply. All right, we might want to sit down and word that because I've got twenty-five words. So yeah. And I'm going to say I for say, we do. You do. Yeah. And you do get a response after a short reply, confirming assent, if somewhat reluctantly. Okay, I relay this obviously. Yeah. Good. 
Well then, you have the run of the ship. Don't need to confine you in the brig. Thanks. No, uh, might want to avoid going out into the streets right yep, now. Yep, going to stay here. So, this being the case, Celestia, you, I imagine, end up spending the rest of the day on the ship. Oh yeah, I don't go. <laughs> yeah. The to cut to gloss over things a bit, uh, Boris is thoroughly investigated by is thoroughly interrogated by Vig. Oh, can I help? Because I can read thoughts. You do. Vig's... Uh, okay, well, okay, this is a scene I wasn't sure we were going to have. So, uh... Oh, we don't have to... We can no, just no, 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 just I very quickly, though, cutting into this, as you step into the... Uh, you can see that Vig has gone down into the storerooms for this interrogation. The same place where, uh... <laughs> the same place where, Corzin, had you been here at this moment, you would recall a certain altercation uh, with uh, one Stringer Smith long ago. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and as you enter, you just hear... V looks up and you can see his hands are... his fists are covered in blood. Ah! Come to help, have you? Um, yeah, I can read a mind for you if you like. Do that once more today. Oh, good. He's starting to... He's starting to have a bit of trouble talking. Uh, yeah. So brutal. Celestia <laughs> actually doesn't step very far forward during this. <laughs> she kind of stays again, like just back. So, pulls him up. You're going to tell me some very interesting things about who hired you, where you come from, and why I shouldn't. Uh, why, when I'm done with you, I shouldn't stuff you in one of these barrels and float you out to sea. To gloss over the gory details of the following interrogation. Mm. Uh, you discover that uh, his name is Andre rather than Boris. Um, he appears to be a a local, well, thug. He's uh, searching into his mind a bit, uh, and it's just because it happens to be on his mind at the time. You know that he's killed like seven people before. He's he's less of a professional assassin and more someone people hire to do violence. Uh, it seems that he got a commission. He got a commission through from uh, a from an agent of his uh, from an agent about uh, would have been a couple of days. Yeah, just about the previous day. Actually, the previous night, shortly before the whole business with Olga broke out. Uh, and who you vaguely recognise from a brief flash of image uh, in the in the memories that you're kind of the thoughts that you're working through. I imagine I have was, a good look. Yeah, was yeah. one of one of uh, Merrick's henchmen. <laughs> you have no way of knowing this, but uh, that was the one that got uh, that got uh, hugged to death by a flaming elder. Ah. <laughs> Uh, and was uh, paid off a certain amount of uh, cash. Uh, actually, a, a, a cool hundred gold. Uh, he was. Uh, he he offers to tell you where the uh, where the cash is. Actually, I haven't rolled a. No, he failed to save anyway. Um, but he offers to tell you where the cash is. But of course, you can just rip that information straight from his mind, and mm. you do. It's buried in a barrel, and it's hidden in a barrel in the docks. You know where the barrel is. Yeah, I tell Vigal of this kind of mechanically. <laughs> right. Oh, 
I'm very grateful for your assistance, but it uh, seems we don't necessarily need your help to know where the, uh, where the uh, where your payment is hidden. I don't suppose you've got any other collateral. You, you can feel him desperately racking his brains, but this guy seems to spend a lot of his money as soon as he gets it. He's got nothing. I was, I was afraid for you that might be the case. Night, night. Whack! Just cold clocks him uh, with a with a with a actually no, just a straight up temple punch, uh, and he goes out like a light. Oh, felt that. Wish you'd told me before. Um, oh, <laughs> I would have got out of his head when you'd done that, darling. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, pass me that uh, cloth, would you? Yeah, and there you he go. starts uh, wiping the blood from his knuckles. <clears throat> sorry, uh, always brings back the old days. You do a lot of this, then, do you? Used to, once upon a time. When? <laughs> sure, why not? Used to work for my father. One of uh, his three V's, <laughs> they called us. Ah. Vig, Vengeance, and, violet, and Violence. <laughs> you got the short straw on the naming there, didn't you? Well, Vig's actually my name. <laughs> uh, vengeance was also his name he was a uh, young angry tiefling I used to know hmm. uh, but uh, Violet uh, Violence was the worst her name was Violet a uh, human girl she'd be ancient by now <laughs> hmm. but uh, no the old captain used to have a way of picking his crew Mm-hmm. Treated all of us like a f- like like his family, his own twisted way. But were you pirates? Oh yes, <sighs> the crew of uh... well, they used to call him uh, Bloodbeard was the nickname, Captain Bloodbeard Brandy. <laughs> also Brandy. I'd appreciate if you don't uh, start spreading this around the crew, yes. My no, father. I won't. Just... My father. What? I've been looking after my young brother for, uh, since he was you born. You are kidding me. <laughs> oh. Out of character, can I see any resemblance, like, at all? Make an insight check. Hmm. Uh, 13. It's a little bit. It's occluded by the racial difference because Brandy's half orc, Vig is half elf, ah. and there's just a little something in the eyes and the uh, 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 and the uh, and the lips. I know. I can maybe see it. Hmm. Good bloody hell! I would not have. I would not have pegged that. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe one day I'll tell you the whole story. I'd be interested. But uh, perhaps in uh, br- in better circumstances with more alcohol. Uh, hmm. uh, I've got booze. Tempting, but I have to get disposed of a body. You can see he's still breathing. The unconscious man. <laughs> As Vig starts oh, picking nice. him up Ouch. and moving over to one of the empty barrels, <laughs> which he pulls open. You don't have to be around for this bit. Yeah, I think I think I'm good. You go get some rest. Thank you for the help. You're all right. 
and you see him begin to shove this unconscious man into a barrel and as you leave you hear the sound of hammering (laughs) (laughs) bloody hell this guy is a gangster he is so a gangster yeah Yeah, he's interrogated a lot of people so yes yeah so calls it (laughs) yep you return uh, home. Uh, yeah, Corsair's, yeah. Uh, like he's he's walking kind of uh, briskly, but um, slightly distractedly uh, down the uh, down the hill back towards uh, uh, where Molly's place is. And when he gets to the door, he he almost goes to uh, knock and then sighs and just tries the uh, the door handle. Um, I'm going to say for convenience that uh, you took a key with you, so you, it's locked, okay. but you unlock it and go in. Cool. Hang Molly's right. key up by the door. Yeah. Is uh, Little Corson up yet? No, no, Little Corson's still asleep. Is that his mate, isn't he? Okay. Actually, yeah, no, he's not even there. He's 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 the little Jimothy oh, right now. Of course, yeah. He's no, having no, a sleepover Jimothy. with Jimothy. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> different Jimothy. It's fine. <laughs> 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 okay. um, Jimothy and I've... his and his, uh, and his friend Gregothy. It's all everyone's getting together and having hey. a big old, hey. <laughs> big old sleepover. They're having a, they're having a, a gay old time. Um, <laughs> so yes, it's just you and Molly, and, and as such, you are able to. You were actually sleeping in the bed. I think it would have been. Yeah, I s- <laughs> uh, slip back um, uh, into the bed for a little while and just um, hold uh, Molly close to myself. So he kind of snuggles up to you. Yeah. He's somewhat um, distracted, but uh, I think for for a good long while he's just going to take the time to um, uh, to lie there and appreciate the moment. Eventually, although morning has come, eventually Molly does... You know, Molly awakens, having arranged for the day off <laughs> uh, from her uh, f- from her employer, and when the time comes to broach the news, Molly is less than pleased. Yeah, Corzin is going to take the time to take out his purse and count out onto the uh, the table there all of the gold he has on him, which currently is. 517 gold pieces he um uh would he have any idea how much uh molly makes on a uh regular basis doing the job she does uh yes you would uh and one moment let me just check my own notes because i have an answer for that on rare occasion where i go to the electronic notes Okay, so based on that, yeah, so she makes about five copper pieces a day. No. Ah. Okay. That's yeah. That, I wow. mean, yeah, that's labour wages for um, for unskilled labour like table waiting. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I I count this all out on the table and I say, look, I'm not trying to. 
the saints know I'm not trying to buy your affections, but this is yours. This is what I am out there for. If you want to spend the rest of the time between now and when I come back as a woman of leisure, then that should be your right. She you know, stares at the gold. I have enough to be living on for the moment. And to be honest, I think it's probably better in your hands anyway. She um, gets up without speaking, walks over to uh, the small sort of cupboard that she keeps various her cooking supplies in, brings out an old jar with a lid. Uh, kind of like an opaque, an opaque clay one, uh, one basically, what would essentially be a cookie jar, and begins scraping the gold into it. She seals the jar shut, puts it on the table. So, <laughs> so, how much was that? 517. 517 gold pieces. So, that's uh, 517 saved up towards the ship then. That's also uh, to keep you and Corzin in hopefully a manner above which you've become uh, you become accustomed. All right. So that's 500 gold saved up towards the ship. Yeah. You better come back soon with the other uh, 11,500, was it? You're damn right. She gives you a sad smile and gently sort of rotates the ring on her finger not 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 just just sort of just in thought just kind of getting used to the feel of it Molly I you've been more understanding than I've had any right to expect about this you're damn right I have given the situation do you not think it's probably best that we um make the most of the time we have for now <sighs> of course I do Carson and you let's see um, go on. let's spend a day now as a family yeah. do you what do you want to do I want to have a picnic I want, to, I want you to take me out I mean you used to take me out for a picnic in the old ruins but maybe that's not a good choice right now um, no, I... Not I quite as picturesque at the moment. Possibly the cliffs overlooking the sea, if it's not too windy. That'll do. Let's go for a family picnic. Yeah. Haven't had a proper second breakfast in ages. <sighs> they don't feed you on that, uh, ship. Oh, they do, but uh, it's... Uh, it's big people rules up there. Mm. Not so on our ship, though. <laughs> All right, then. We'll go for a picnic. You can meet some of my friends. And then uh, you can tri- you, we can take a little bit of that gold. You can take me out somewhere nice for dinner. Maybe yeah. tuck little Corson into bed. You may damn sure you read him some, a, a good long story. Oh, yes. We are going to get pissed drunk. <laughs> You're going to give me a proper sending off. 
I'm going to remind you of how much I love you. You damn right, yeah. And hopefully it'll be less than six months before you're back. One way or another. Yeah. And you make sure you do come back. I know I'll have you to deal with if I don't. <laughs> you're damn right I will. I will hunt down your ghost and I will... I don't even know. Find a way to bring it back to life just so I can beat you to death. <laughs> uh, Regent willing, I will never have to find out. Hmm. Uh, well, come on then. Let's get a picnic ready. Right, you are. And you can buy me some ribbons while we're at. The best ribbons. Like the, 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 there, there will be no substandard ribbons. <laughs> there will be everything. You're damn right. There, uh, there will. And there are. I was more narrating. Ah, no. There are some. There are some beautiful yeah. yellow ribbons. Yeah, um, and, yeah. And the day proceeds, and for the first time in a long time, you have a single truly happy day mm. nothing goes wrong no monsters come out of the shadows everything goes according to plan cue the song by Lou Reed <laughs> 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 meanwhile on the ship Scamp roll a d100 ah, oh shit. no <laughs> I'm going to explode the ship <laughs> please don't explode the ship <laughs> please please don't explode the ship <laughs> Uh, 64. We had that. Uh, no, that's a new one. Uh, as you are sitting down, having a bit, you're, you're sitting down in the galley with, with Celestia, having some lunch, you just sort of, huh, 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 you sneeze and suddenly, boom, <laughs> the entire galley is just filled with thick white vapour. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Scamp, what? What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. It persists for the next good like actually three or four minutes because it takes a while to to waft away before it slowly begins to fade away <laughs> and there's a lot of uh, 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 of outrage especially from the handful of uh, crew who were midway through a poker game <laughs> someone has nicked the pot they don't know who <laughs> All because the, like no one's at, at least three of the five players have definitely grabbed more cards and shoved them up their sleeves. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's things proceed as normal, <laughs> as it were. I'm gonna spend the whole day near the brig, not yeah. necessarily in it, but near it. The alarm spell is uh, only triggered when uh, food is delivered and plates I'll are I'll reset it as soon as it... <laughs> yeah. And uh, after a full day, Celestia, you basically stay on the ship all day as your plan is. Yeah. I write some songs in a corner. Yeah. Uh, Drink a bit. You... Uh, Therefore, all uh, causing yep. come at the come the break of dawn, because that is the time you awaken, and Molly 
much as she dislikes it, kind of hangovery from the previous night. <laughs> Awakens as well. <clears throat> well then, let's walk you to the docks. Little Corazon. It's a good bedtime story. You can let. You know what? Come on, son. I'm tired. Come on. I better know, see his. Better see your path off. Okay. <sighs> Is the Nike going to be there? Who knows? Possibly. Definitely. <laughs> oh, I hope the girl with the horns is there as well. See, uh, I will point out that uh, Little Corzin is seven and has yeah. no I, idea I, I... of gender. <laughs> okay. He's just, he's he's kind of vaguely seen that you have horns and decided, yeah. maybe Scamp's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Corzin is going to explain, um, uh, actually, you know, that's one of the, uh, the things about uh, Scamp is they're not a girl. Uh, we're not sure if they're a boy either, but um, it's just one of those things. Oh. Some people aren't. Oh, okay. That's no weirder than Jimothy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I meant to ask you about uh, about them. So, yeah. uh, your mother's been telling me about your your friends, Jimothy and Gregacy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, are they twins? No, no, no. Um, just have similar sorts of names. Uh, Jimothy, uh, Jimothy's uh, mum, Jimothy, uh, came <laughs> over from uh, Seoul, apparently, and she you know, brought Jimothy with her. You know, there's a place in uh, Seoul called Jimothy. I wonder if that's where they're from, or if it's like a, a cultural thing. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I'm sleepy. Uh, I, I hug him, uh, mm. and I, I say, you know, I've been, I've had a lot of uh, thoughts going around in my head the, uh, the past couple of days, and um, I might um, get Celestia to help me uh, work on a, uh, a melody for this, but. I was thinking, it's about time that somebody dedicated a uh, uh, a proper uh, seafaring shanty to this place, and hmm. to you, all of you. Well, that'll be a nice thing to hear. <laughs> you can you can do your best to sing it when you get back. I Come think on. I might just do that. And the three of you walk off to the docks. You hung Molly and little Corzin tightly and then step off the uh, jetty into the longboat, which is uh, does have a slightly tired-looking seaman salts at uh, the helm. And uh, the longboat rows back out to the Chai's Regret, which Can is I indeed moored offshore. The ah, and indeed, yes. Scamp ended, if <laughs> you wish, Celestia. Mm-hmm. Oh, um... Can you I can get away be, with it? You can be hooded if you want. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, and I've brought the monkey. 
It's dark and <laughs> Jim. No, no, not Jim. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> I did James. not name the monkey Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. Jeffrey looks a little scared of little Corzin who holds his arms out. Monkey. <laughs> can I? Uh, can I try and do an animal handling check in order to um, try and assist? Um, yeah, go for that it. Little Corzin. Okay, it's not my best skill, uh, strangely enough, for a ranger, but. Oh dear, nope, that's a four. Yeah, no, uh, Jeffrey stays solidly on the boat. <laughs> Maybe next time if you have some peanuts or something? You hear a voice in the back of your head, Scab. I think he's a little worried that uh, the young one's going to start tugging on his tail again. <laughs> Yeah, maybe don't touch his tail so much. But it's so fluffy. It's super fluffy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, says Molly. I suppose I look forward to seeing all three of you again. Yeah, nice to meet you. And you and... Hey, little cousin. And you too. He's never seen Scout. me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ooh. See, this This is my friend, uh, Celestia, like I was telling you Celestia about. Stardust, nice to meet you. I hold up my hand, I imagine it's massive compared to his. Yeah, shakes it with his tiny it's hand. Tiny, tiny He's hand. Like, oh, you're pretty. Oh, thank shiny. you. It's very cute. <laughs> I, um, I uh, pick little Corson up and just um, uh, give him a big uh, hug. His, his legs are way off the ground. <laughs> Uh, then I uh, put him back down and say now you uh, keep uh, keep all of that hat for me and uh, hopefully by the time I get back uh, it'll fit you a little bit better <laughs> mm. well, okay, before then <laughs> so Having made your farewells and tipsy two last hugs from William Corson Jr. You get back on you get onto the longboat. I'm gonna do a little um finger puppet show over the side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so little Corson doesn't get sad. <laughs> Not Atasha's hideous laughter one, no, just like a normal <laughs> He waves frantically as you leave. Bye pa Bye, shiny lady <laughs> Bye, scam. Corson will be standing up in the longboat sort of waving mm. sadly mm. you may go uh, back to the choice as regret. you as you are sort of bobbing up and down in the water you hear um, Corson just sort of start humming uh, the lines of a uh, of a tune this old town has been my home since last I went a sailing, but I'll not stay another day. I'd sooner go a whaling. Oh, lords above, send down a dove with wings as sharp as razors to cut the throats of them there blokes. What sells bad beer to sailors? I don't have any other um, uh, uh, verses yet, but it's not maybe bad. Corzin, help me on. Yeah, we can definitely spend some time with some rum and instruments, sorting that out. I think it's only fitting. 
It's right. not much of a lullaby, though, is it? Well, for, <laughs> not really a kid-friendly song. Nah. <laughs> it's it's more for everyone. But yeah, and you see, he's he's visibly choked up. Mm -hmm. um, I fling an arm around him. He looks back out at the uh, the shore and doesn't. Uh, uh, break eye contact with uh, the spot where uh, Molly and Little Corson are. Mm. And you hold that until the time comes to get to uh, for the longboat to be raised up. You board onto the Charlie's Regret and make sail, leaving <coughs> Warwick's watch on the 9th of First Flurries and beginning the long journey around the headlands of Meadmere. The journey carries on for several days as you make your way on essentially without incident for the most part. But about five, say four days in, uh, about, yeah, about four days into the journey on the 13th of First Flurries, you, uh, as you're working on board, you hear a call come up from the, uh, from the crow's nest. Sail, so hit ahead! Okay. Um, Obviously, go I... to the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have a spyglass? Um, Brandy does, and after taking a peer through it, she sees you look, notices you, and passes it down to you. Kind okay. Of frowning. I look what does it look like? Looking through, you can see what appears to be a pair of. Uh, you can see a pair of sails just on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, although actually, it's a good point before we even find out whether this is, one thing I need to just quickly ascertain is what the weather is like. Mm. So that might be relevant. So the day thus far has been, mm, let's see, cool. So the day thus far has actually been uh oh no it's actually it is the worst day oh shit <laughs> so the full winter oh my goodness so Storm as conditions. yeah as the days have been getting worse sorry no go roll that back so it's the 13th of falling uh, of uh, first, first flurries and the name is sticking well you have the, as the day as the last few days have gone on the the days have gotten colder and colder a heavy storm started last night at first rain transitioning into hail and now snow gales are whipping up uh, the uh, the sails at every occasion and you are doing all you can just to try and keep uh, hold of everything so yeah, it's, uh, you, uh, there actually have been moments where you're looking up and you just hear... <laughs> although it's snow rather than rain, the, uh, and, there's no, and it's freezing cold, 
you the Celestia, I mean, you've never seen anything like this before. I'm horrified, uh, I imagine. <laughs> Scam, you've probably never seen anything like this before. And, uh, and uh, causing, roll me a d20, actually, just for life experience. Straight d20? Yeah, straight d20. 17. You have seen this once before. This, is there a fucking tornado or something? Like, this what is, is a... This is... Uh, no, this is snowstorm lightning. Fucking oh. hell. Uh, in, the, in the midst of these... Uh, as you're getting in these northern climbs, you're, ju- you're now oh, at the northmost point of Midmere. Uh, civilization has been left behind and you're having to stick close to the shoreline to avoid just... You know, j- just to keep your bearings because the snow is... Visibility is horrendous. You can see or see at most two miles in every direction from the crow's nest. Normally, on a clear day, you'd be seeing eight. That's where the horizon is from the perspective Oof. of a crow's nest viewer. So, when in the midst, as everyone has their, uh, those of you who have winter clothes, I will say for the purposes of this that you do, uh, you've, you know, you're wrapped up warm and you're, it's kind of already a lot of hands on deck trying to just keep the ship steady. I vomit over the side. Yeah. Yeah, Celestia, you don't. Do I not? For the first time. <gasps> Am I not seasick anymore? Hey. You realise this, you should be throwing your guts up, and you're not. I'm very excited by this and run about like a nutter for most of my duty. <laughs> As you're sort of giggling, sort of doing your duty in the in the blistering cold and the, and the ridiculous heavy snowstorm lightning cracking in the flurries above. Uh, you hear a call from these uh, from the uh, crow's nest. Sails ahead, and uh, Brandy, and then you take a peer, uh, cause and take a peer through the uh, spyglass, and you can just make out t- about two miles away at the edge of where the snow gives way. You can just make out the dim forms of a pair of ships. From the looks of it, two frigates. I'm going to say, give me a perception check. Uh, causing yep. it would be advantage with the spyglass, but it's disadvantage from the storm. So just straight check. Okay. I'm cast mage armor. <laughs> you armor yourself. Ten. You can tell that they're both frigates, and you can tell that they are flying or Syrian colours. You can't make out a lot okay. about them. They're they're fifth rate frigates, so a little bigger than the uh, the than the re- regret. You don't know whether they'd be faster. But they are heading the opposite way. They're heading towards the direction that uh, if you... They're heading towards you and your course is taking you towards them. Okay. And as this is continuing, you can just make out that they are... They seem to have spotted you because they are rolling up flag signals. Okay. Uh, would course no... You know flag code, yes. Yeah. Uh, and peering through it, it uh, you can... You still get the spy glass. What are they saying? And you peer through it and you can see they are flashing up. Uh, it takes a moment to decode the flag signals. Surrender the Duchess and you will not be uh, and you will be spared. Oh shit. One of the uh, two ships, one that's marginally bigger than the other one is the one hosting the fl- holding you know, uh, putting up the flag signals. Bollocks. Mm-hmm. I I do relate this. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, the others, you're you're close enough to hear this as Corzin's relaying it. And they're about uh, two miles away, right? Shit. Yeah, you will. Assuming that the uh, if the if the regret continues traveling forwards at the maximum at, at its current speed, which assuming it can manage to to continues managing the score could be anywhere within six to eight miles uh, per hour, and they keep traveling towards you, you'll be meeting in, yeah, like ten minutes, probably, if you oh, continue shit. heading towards each other. The, the wind, You have the wind at the moment, but the winds are jiggering and jaggering about, and it's anybody's guess how it's going to stay. You are in, uh, yeah, pretty much the worst weather conditions right now. Right. Shit. You, you, you're gonna have so to. So are they, though. But so are they. Uh, it's right now. It's too. It's too. There's too much snow to tell what their armaments are. Uh, with that perception check, but yeah. maybe. You know, but but when they get closer, you will know. On their side, in any case. Yeah. Although, hang on. If I'm able to identify what kind of ship they are, would I know what's typical? Yes, you would, uh, with your knowledge of uh, naval ships. I'm just going to say that you've you've sailed enough. Depends on the type. If it's uh, whether it's a merchant, whether they're merchant frigates or naval frigates or both. I think they're but, merchants somehow. Um, you know that a Don't think so. merchant frigates would be uh, would would have well probably more aft guns than bow guns, although they could have been fitted with bow guns, uh, and would usually have about have uh, 18 long guns but you know, 9 on a side uh, but so rather than carronades these are usually uh, lighter lighter weighted fare uh, you know that those types of those types of guns tend to be more like uh, 9 pounders uh, compared sorry no 12 pounders uh, for their broadside 6 pounders on the afghans they would outrange the regret, uh, shot for shot, the regret, uh, because the regret uses carronades, which are lighter, do pack more of a punch, but have shorter ranges. Mm. Um, by comparison, the bow guns on the regret have a maximum range of 4,800 feet, but whereas the uh, a long gun, a 12 pound long gun, would be looking at a 6,000 feet maximum range. By comparison, however, so yeah, up close, the regret would clearly outgun them because the regret has uh, 16 carronades, eight on the side, which yeah. do significantly more damage when they hit. For like for numbers comparison, I'll just say this: on an average hit, like four out of eight uh, shots hitting on a broadside for the regret, yeah. it does 140 damage. Okay. On an average hit for a merchant frigate broadside, you'd be looking at like 75, just for a rough comparison. All right, and just quickly, what, what are we looking at if it's a military frigate? If it's a naval ship, uh, they will have a marine contingent for boarding. Yeah. Uh, they will also have... Uh, they will usually... They will have... They tend, you know that they favour... The Osirian Navy favours broadside... For their broadside long guns rather than carronades... But they tend to carry 18 pounders, 10 on a side. Uh, right. Sorry, no, sorry. 10 18 pounders on a side and 11 12 pounders on a side. They, okay. Their broadsides outgun the regret. 
uh, and usually it's slightly longer distance. Alright. However, okay. the Regret is one of the fastest ships around. Alright. I'll uh, say to the uh, captain, better get the uh, the Duchess up here. If uh, if that's who, we, who I think it is, then she needs to see this to confirm it. Yeah, and uh, very quickly, the, and by this point, yeah, Brandy's already given the order, and Vigas, uh, the, the sends uh, someone to drag them up, and Apple Blossom and uh, Salt both drag up uh, the uh, Duchess, and a variety, and actually escorted by other armed members of the crew. As you see, crewmen having spotted what's happening are starting to arm themselves, bring up the. Uh, very hastily tied, uh, hands tied, the uh, orcish uh, prisoners. The uh, uh, the Duchess uh, to be kind of inhaled. That has to be him. Has to be Bertrand or one of his uh, orcs under his control. I beg you, please do not surrender me to them. They will surely kill me. Are they likely to pay for you? <laughs> I think they were... If, well, they have us here with no witnesses, so... Fair th- point. Bertrand was never a man for... It was never an orc for paying for what he could acquire without. Captain, she's right. As much as I don't like to admit it, they have no reason to pay us anything. Celestia they got us outgunned and outnumbered. Celestia Scamp, do you have anything to input on this? Um, I would like to have a cheeky look through the spyglass if I can. Okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, taking the spyglass from Corzin, make a perception check. Corzin. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I misheard. Six. <sighs> too much there. wind, too much snow. Um, from the description... Um, just on the off chance, Celestia knows this is unlikely, but it's something that she would be looking for, so I feel I have to ask. Um, could either of these be the Scarlet Wind under false colours? Because uh, they said it would be Osirian. <sighs> like, are they the right kind of ships? No, the Scarlet Wind, I believe, was a fourth rate. Ah, bigger. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, it's, neither of them are big enough. These are more like uh, escort or patrol ships from the look of them. Although as they're getting, they are starting to get closer now as you're deliberating. Uh, and by this point, uh, I'm going to say that Solda approaches as she's uh, carrying out duties. <sighs> Captain, we should just we should just stick them in one of the long boats and th- uh, uh, and th- th- and leave it overboard. If they want to capture, they can. At the very least, it gives them something to go for other than us. I mean, could we could we run? Is that a thing we could get away with? We be might hard. be able to out, out, I don't, outsail them. I don't but. see how we'd take on two ships, but maybe we could run. We'd have to have luck in all the region on our side. The region of the saints on our side. But we are a faster ship. We could turn around. There's a, a possibility, but... If we try and sail past them, we're, we, we are going to be exposed to their broadsides. I don't want to. I don't think we could make a standing fight, but maybe if we get right past him, we might be able to outrun him if we can keep it up. So, fight to get past them and then run the fuck away. Yeah, we've got to Seems make like the only way. Chase us. All right. 
And the wind's on our side right now, isn't it? Barely. Let's see how much we can do. All right, listen up. Those two fuckers out there want to see us all on the bottom of the ocean. And I have no intention of dying in this frozen hellhole any more than the rest of you. So, we are going to thread the fucking needle and sail right between them and leave them in, and leave them in our wake. Right. All hands. Let's see if we can sail through the eye of this storm. And this is, and I think, given how how much is going to happen, it might might well happen. I think that's where we're going to have to pick up uh, next time. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, farewell, fair seas, and natural twenties. It's no fun being at the feast when you're transformed into a beast. Why care their thought of you or I? With what we are, hold your head high. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.